Hey people, we are back. It is Tuesday, the 27th of September. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And um, should we get to introducing ourselves? Oh. You know, it's me, man. I don't need no introduction today, man. Let's just enjoy my presence. You're moving like you got cleavage out. Why are you adjusting your top like that? <laughs> Doing the absolute most. Now you know what? I think I'm tired, you know. Because wow. I went to sleep, I went to sleep early, yeah. Mm-hmm. And even when I woke up, I was like, oh no, I think I need another hour. And the other hour turned into like another two hours, and it's just not going right this morning. Yeah, you probably need to need some downtime. Yeah, so I just tried to just give myself a little, you know what I'm saying? You just came back from DR. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, what was that two weeks ago? That was ages ago. Because he was busy in DR, so. Did well, you rest? <laughs> I wasn't that busy. I was doing philanthropy. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. That's all work. Hard work, you know. Of Given. course it is, exactly. So you need to rest. Not days off from TDA. I don't think you've got any more allowances for the year. But... Sorry, can, you, can I see that again, please? Can you go back on, on, on E-Man? What about it? What happened? What happened to you? Oh, is it? Okay. Oh. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You need, some, you need some rest. You need to get some rest. All right, well, I'm going to try and do it. And the skin is glistening, though, so you don't even look Straight tired. Down. Come on, man. You know the melanin jam-packed? You ain't got no melanin. <laughs> <laughs> Light skin fool. How can you say you ain't got no melanin? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, I am one of your other hosts who's actually also tired. Your favourite shade queen in my own royal team. Wagwan. Me again. <laughs> I mean, I'm cold, man. I, I was going to say, I feel like your, your coat is a bit of a protest. It's letting people know the conditions in it's here. It's cold. Even though the AC is not on, I am just I just feel cold in my yeah. bones. You know, in your bones. Yeah. Feel, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I thought, let me just put this on, man. So you know shit's real. Yeah. yeah. And they call me, man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer, and news analyst. And of course, the melanin is jam-packed. All right. I think we're, we've got a theme here today. We're all wearing mm. black. Apart from you, well. Yeah, I've got a black top on, man. Mm. Yeah, for the most yeah, part, I think. Yeah, yeah. It reflects everyone's mood, I think. I'm not even in the mood, I'm just cold. Oh, fair enough. But what, what does the mood, the black mood mean? I feel like it's a bit of a, like a what, somber. What, death? Definitely not. God forbid. God forbid. No, not no, I think it means, I think, I think it means we all feel powerful. That's exactly what I was thinking. Okay, that's great. Power. Yeah, ready. Don't Power, feel it, man. but that's great. I'm glad you guys um, are <laughs> <laughs> taking that route. That's right. That's good. That is good. But um, join the TNB network. We haven't promoted in a minute. I say in a minute. It was just one day. But yeah, so join um, the TNB network. That's how you get to talk to us and interact with us and also make suggestions for the show. And you do that by searching into your browser, community.thenewblack.com. Um, are we ready to start the show? Anyone got anything to share? I don't know. Big up everyone in the community. Big up. Good morning, everybody. Yes, yeah. good, morning. Yes, good morning, everybody in the lives as well. Anyway. Morning. <laughs> I thought you something else. <laughs> All right, okay, well, let's get into our first headline. <laughs> Actually, get the star. So he's not at work right now. He's not at work. He he's definitely tired because he has one thing to just turn on your laptop and bring your iPad. That's that's it. Right. Um, hey, I'm here, I'm here. <laughs> so the first thing... 
thought you were going to say the battery was low. But I said, you need to log out for the day. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. We're going to tell you, man. All right. So the first headline is about the Russians, right? So are the Russians backtracking or was it a genuine mistake? The Kremlin has admitted the mistakes were made in its drive to mobilize Russian army reservists to fight in Ukraine amid growing public opposition. Putin's spokesman said there are cases when the decrees violated and all the errors will be corrected. Multiple reports say people with no military experience or who are too old or disabled even are being called up. Last week's mobilization decree had already triggered widespread protests. President Putin announced what he described as partial mobilization on 21st of September, with his defense minister saying 300,000 reservists would be called up. However, reports in opposition Russian media suggested that up to 1 million people could be called up, pointing out that one paragraph believed to be about the exact number of the required reservists were omitted or classified in the published version of Putin's decree on the official Kremlin website. A number of military experts in the West and Ukraine say Mr. Putin's decision to call up reservists show that Russian troops are failing badly on the battlefield in Ukraine, which is more than seven months after Moscow launched its invasion. Since the mobilization announcement, more than 2,000 people have been detained at protests across Russia. At a briefing on Monday, Mr. Putin's spokesman, Dmitry Peskov, conceded that mistakes were being made. He said that in some regions, governors are actively working to rectify the situation. Media reports earlier suggested that this could be done to stop potential recruits from escaping abroad. Mr. Peskov also said he was unaware of any decisions to shut Russia's borders and impose martial law in the country. Okay. Yes. And our second headline, our second headline, again, um, this is a trigger warning, and this is um, it's something that occurred in Russia as well. Um, a gunman has opened fire at a school in central Russia, killing at least 15 people and injuring 24, Russian officials have confirmed. The victims include 11 children at the school of about 1,000 pupils in the city of Ivesk. The gunman killed himself at the scene and was a former, a former pupil of the school. Videos posted online appear to show panic inside the building where the shooting took place with children and adults running along corridors. Other footage shows blood on classroom floors and a bullet hole in the window with children crouching down underneath desks. 11 children and four adults were killed, including two security guards and two teachers, according to Russia's investigative committee. All but two of the 24 injured people were children. That's wild. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's the end of the headlines. Okay, all right. Well, let's get into our topic of the day, what you're saying. Yeah, we did. Haven't? <laughs> so then, um, it's like we got there fast. Yeah, we're about to get. We're about to. It's gonna be done out here soon. You better get ready. <laughs> 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 All right. So today's topic of the day is this enough, more than enough, or bonus? As you do not expect anything anyway. So. Here's the background, right? So in court, according to an inquiry, Cambridge received significant benefits from slavery, Cambridge University. The investigation carried out by the Legacies of Enslavement Advisory Group found that the university and its colleges benefited from companies that participated in the slave trade, as well as from individual benefactors and from fees derived from the families of plantations. Following its investigation, the group has made a series of recommendations which the university has committed to implementing, right? Mm -hmm. 
And these include setting up a dedicated slavery research center, enhancing existing academic links with university, universities in the Caribbean and West Africa, increasing the number of postgraduate scholarships and bursaries for black British students and students from Africa and the Caribbean, and also commissioning a piece of art commemorating the achievements of black academics in the university. Professor Troop Toop brother, said that the report has helped the university better appreciate the nature of its links with the slave trade. So the question is, right, are you guys happy about this? Is this a step in the right direction? If not, how would you want them to give back to benefit black people? Do you think they even need to give back? What's your thoughts? Melanin expert, Margs, I think you should go first. How do you say melanin expert? Hey, me? Yeah, man. I ain't even been to uni in that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done. Wait there, so what are they saying? These places benefited from slavery? Yeah, the same Cambridge University benefited from slavery. Mm -hmm. um, an inquiry was done. And basically they've said to Cambridge, look, um, these are some of the things that we think you should kind of do in it to, to kind of show that you're committed to, you know what I'm saying, the change and all yeah. that type of stuff, right? And just show that you obviously, you, you feel bad about it. And so basically, what it, what, what it is, is that they've said um, they're going to set up a dedicated slavery research center. Mm -hmm. They're going to do uh, enhancing, they're going to enhance existing academic links. Sorry, what's the what's slavery, slavery, slavery research center? <laughs> uh, I have no idea. There's no real um, detail about it. But I guess maybe it could be something like, I don't know, maybe they look back at certain records. Maybe they help people do certain, I don't know. What for? I don't know. What's the point of this? People may people may find it um yeah some because some people are always fighting the fight of mm. restitution and getting stuff back and all that stuff so I guess for people who really have been fighting for that mm -hmm. this will be a good start for them yeah I remember this is not Cambridge coming up with this this is actually from a group called the Legacies of Enslavement Advisory Group mm. so I'm I'm assuming yeah, but all they care about is. All they care about is slavery. We need to move forward instead of the past. Like maybe they should put things in place so where they can up their quota and get more black people in the college or something like that. But I don't know well, if we need the slave, well, the slavery deal. I'm not sure if that's exactly what they're saying here, but they're basically saying they're going to enhance the academic links with universities in the Caribbean and West Africa as well. And they're going to increase the number of postgraduate scholarships and bursaries for black British students they, and also students yeah. from Africa and the Caribbean. They're going to do it or they're suggesting that they should do it. They, they suggested it and Cambridge just said, yes, we're going to implement it. Okay, that's sick then. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's, very that's, good that's good. That benefits that benefit from Stormzy was doing that, us. so that's very good. Mm. Okay. Um, I think everything everything benefits from slavery, especially over here. Everything everything before us, all these buildings we look at, all this stuff, like every, everything benefits from slavery. Mm. Um, I'm not saying people shouldn't have to acknowledge it or there shouldn't be some kind of like reparation or something like that, but I mean... Yeah, I don't know because I just think everything benefits from slavery. So, so I don't know what a, what a slavery um, research yeah, yeah, yeah. is. Though I think the framing is kind of weird to me. Um, you want to enhance um, academic links with universities, mm. increase number of postgraduate scholarships. Yeah, all that is great, but you can just you can do that without the whole slavery narrative. In my in my opinion, anyway. But it's because of this whole slavery thing, isn't it? So that's why I think they're kind of linking it to that to basically say. Because of this, we want to rectify, you know what I'm saying, some of the things that we benefit from. So that's why they, they're kind of mentioning it. And also, the group that kind of suggested it to them is is a slavery <sighs> advisory group. I hear you, but let's do good for black people regardless. You don't, <laughs> have, to, you don't have to keep everything as slavery, 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 bro. Just, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of tiring for me, to be honest with you. 
Okay. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's good for people who um, have been fighting the fight for some kind of um, is it retribution? No. Reparations. Reparations. Well, I, think. I, um, I think I don't it's know. good for them because obviously this is kind of a step in the right direction, I guess. Mm. And to be fair, when you think about like universities and in terms of people that go there and the applications they get and the number, like how um, like black people are very disadvantaged when they go to university and all that kind of like in terms of education, black mm. people do suffer a lot for it. So I think if they can do something where it's intentional, mm-hmm. um, I know, but then why not? Like, let me let me walk. To Cambridge University and go to my admissions line. No, no, sorry, sir. Go to the Slavery Research Center. You know what I mean? It's it's giving <laughs> it's just it's just the framing is weird to me. Mm. You know what I mean? What, what, so what, what would you rather people do? Yeah, because obviously it can get a bit tedious or whatever the word is that when everything um that like everybody's always bring up slavery, just slavery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. when you when you actually like when you actually like look into things, it yeah. is the root sort of the majority I know, of the problems, I know, isn't but, it? So it's hard. It's hard to ignore, isn't it? So, what's the alternative then? How would you suggest people move forward? What like, I'm saying what, just is, ignore slavery. Don't not ignore it. it. But if I'm black and I want to, um, you know, apply for Cambridge University, in the background, right? Make sure everyone is at an equal playing field. You don't have to. They may not go into the website, and because I'm black, I got I got to click on the slavery research section, and that's where I apply because I'm black. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm. Give everyone an equal opportunity, like. But you, you wouldn't you wouldn't be applying. I know I'm not I'm 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 just being mm, I'm framing I, it okay, the way it looks yeah. in my mind, isn't it? Mm. It just feels it just feels I don't know it just feels weird to me. What what if it was more so like a like a museum, where those I guess certain records that linked people I guess from West Africa the Caribbean, um, or or I guess the Caribbean back to West Africa, and maybe went into certain details that kind of documented slavery. And how black people fought for their for rights to come out of it, and and basically the achievements of black people. Yeah, yeah, we want to highlight. So why don't they set up a why don't they set up a research center for like the successful black people from history, maybe British people and stuff yeah, like that, people yeah. that they don't really know about, and start teaching people some kind of history? Because I, I, they just why is everything just slavery? Like that's just the only thing we that's the only yeah, thing we've ever known, and that's the only thing that it is that. You know, because that's where a lot of the issues. With Start. black people and like suffering in this society has, or like Western society has come from, it's all stemmed yeah, from that. So really, it's, it's kind of like I guess in their minds they're addressing the problems from the roots, because because of that is why black people are seen the way they're seen and they're treated the way they're treated, and why a lot of like black students and stuff can't afford to ever go to uni or even can't even enter these prestigious universities. So in a way, it is kind of relevant. I think in this situation, it's relevant to what they're trying to fight for. Mm. But, yeah. What, what do you feel about some people who have said, for example, you know what, let's just close um, Cambridge down because it's, 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 it's the actual legacy. So in the same way you've got statues, I guess not exactly the same thing, but they may say, you know what, we've got statues of certain people who benefited from slavery, yeah. mm-hmm. who were active in slavery, active in colonial, um, colonialism. Yeah. And we've tore those things down, right? Wouldn't it be a big statement for us to tear down the actual establishment, Cambridge University? No, you just you just have to rebrand. You don't have to tear it down. Like, okay. The people who are in charge, you can do what the, you can do what you want. Mm. At the end of the day, if you don't do it because you don't want to do it, you don't. Have, you can whatever statues, whatever, tear it down, and rebrand. That's it. You don't have to tear the whole building down <laughs> and start mm. again. Rebrand it. Mm. Simple. In my opinion, simple. As yeah, that. That's pretty extreme. I don't think you should be trying to look to tear the whole building down. Yeah. Like, 
this is their this is their establishments. You know what I'm trying to say? Like that's what we were always forgetting. Like, like and that's what it is, yeah. Obviously, they've been accepting of avocultures and got everybody kind of involved or whatever, and we all live together and stuff like that. Yeah, but this is like their country, and people always forget that. And not that to say that man are too entitled or anything like that, but it's their country. Now you're talking about ripping down one of their famous universities and stuff like that because of because of slavery. But the whole country's benefited from slavery. Mm-hmm. Like their whole this whole empire was built on slaves and, and on people of color. So then what are we doing? And we want us to just raise the whole country to the ground then. Because it doesn't make it doesn't make sense. You know what I'm trying to say that? Like, just let it go, like let them do their thing. If you don't like it that much, so so bad, just go home, man. <laughs> No, real life. We should. That's what we should be doing anyway. I told you. Mm-hmm. So, Emmanuel, as a pro activist, mm. what do you even think about reparations? Um, it's a it's a bit of a tough one, man. I I I think we should get some type of reparations. Well, people who obviously, I guess, descendants of slaves. Um, you know. Um, in the West that helped develop the West, basically, and even back home, to be fair, but. It's a question of how it will be done, and a, and a question of how the actual, how the nature of the reparations, basically. You know well, you know, so to cut you, yeah. I when people said about reparations and stuff like that, when I heard all that stuff growing up, yeah, I always thought it was like foolishness in the sense of like wishful thinking and stuff like that. Mm. But come to find out, this is a real thing that like, they've gave reparations to other people, like the Native Americans and stuff yeah. like that. Like and they they gave reparations to people and Jewish people. Yeah, they've yeah. actually gave reparations to people. Yeah. So at first, when I thought like man was being stupid asking for shit, mm-hmm. and then it's like, but no, they said president, this shit's actually happened. Yep. Where's our shit, man? Give us what you owe us, man. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? Exactly. This that's, is this is crazy. That's exactly the same um like train of thought I had as well. But like, think, uh, but yeah. sorry, how do you quantify reparations? Like how do you? I mean, like, oh no, use the same system that they did. There's a president been set. No, no, I'm asking, done? I'm asking, what is the system? Is what I'm saying. Oh, I don't, I don't know. No, no, no. How do you, you know, how do you calculate it? How do you calculate it? <laughs> I, I no, but you know, there, there's certain black organizations who kind of that's their specialty, you know yeah. especially in America. I think there's one called um, Foundational Blacks. Um, there's also one, um, uh, what are they called? Uh, I can't remember, but basically, they actually have come out with certain calculations. Yeah. I can't say if it's accurate or not, is it, but, is it, but they've come up with yeah. something. Is it per person? Is it per family? You know yeah, I mean? so, like, so, yeah, so they would have it as, I guess, per person. Yeah. And they would make sure that those people are actually descendants of slaves who were brought to America, for example. So the people who have direct links, not just, exactly. not just every single black person no, on this one. Not at all. Yeah. No. That's basically what, um, especially the Foundation of Black One. Mm. Yeah, um, association, I think. Yeah. Wasn't it just the other day that um, the British government stopped um, paying... Um, the slave owners' families who were displaced by slavery. Just every day? Was it just the other day? Yeah, I think I saw that. When I said just every day, I'm not talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Recently. Or recently. Yeah. Yeah. So if it is that particular tap is still, well, was still running and active, then boy. Boy, 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 boy. But so, you wouldn't get any pee, right? (laughs) (laughs) that's fine man i don't need it man <laughs> that's cool so you you do believe um in reparations but in what form you're not too sure yeah I, it's not something um that i've kind of prioritized in my mind to be honest with you for me to kind of investigate and think hmm, what's the best way that we can you know what i'm saying i've listened to certain arguments here and there but i've not really and and again 
I'm all, I, I like to think of how things are practical as well. Isn't it? So how would any government kind of get that money to do it? They will always find um, other things to prioritize. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And so I guess my focus is kind of more on, on something else. You know, but like Margs rightly said, like they do it to the Jews. You know what I'm saying? They, they've done it to the Native Americans. I think they've even done it um, to the Japanese as well. Like people, have, uh, certain people have, have, have got their reparations. You know what I'm saying? But obviously, they don't, they don't care about black people, man. They don't prioritize black people. I don't know how many different things we need to see <laughs> for us to recognize. Honestly, you know I don't what I'm saying? Like... But that's, that's, that's the fact of the matter, man. Mm. Uh, a commenter says, how long will we be victims of slavery? We mm. need to overcome. I, wow. think, I think that's a, a really good point. Because yeah, we need to just move forward move now. Forward, like what's it? happened has happened. It's very tragic, yes, but... How are we going to move forward? It, it, we can't keep using it as an excuse to... It's not an excuse, but if the things that happened back then still affect um, everyday life now, in modern society, until until things change totally, and I don't understand what that actually looks like, we're always going to be like victims of it, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, but then we need to do things today that will help to change that and not... Because I feel like sometimes we spend more time reminiscing mm. on us suffering the effects of slavery rather than actually taking action today to do yeah, things that it has to, you'd have to change you'd have to change the mindset of, of of a people of a whole generation because the damage has already been done we'd have to move forward a thousand years and create a whole new history and the whole mindset of the people that live around in the time change mm -hmm. and not be affected by the things that's happened 400 500 years ago or whatever yeah. like that we'd have to live through life for things to change like that we're not going to wake up and it change because the thoughts and, and our opinions and stuff are set in our head, our biases are already set. We can't do anything about them. Yeah, but you can change. You can you can work on those. Yeah, but day for the by most day part, you work on those, and then over time you start. I think, I think it all it definitely all begins with our mindset. Mm. But I think that's something that can be done. Do you get what I mean? If you if you have this a bad trait where people say you're always rude, mm. and you've been rude for thirty years of your life, if people everyone around you keeps saying you know what you're always rude and I, I don't want to have relationships with you and it's affecting your friendships family, all that kind of stuff, you're going to start changing, aren't you? It might take you a while, yes, because it's in your nature now, but you are going to change. I think with, like, slavery and, and stuff, yes, of course, we still suffer the effects of racism. For, but, for example, say, like, you know, when someone gets um, killed unjustly, mm. we protest, we do, I mean, we do stuff that lets them know that, okay, yeah, these people aren't playing anymore kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Not just be like, oh, you know, they're, you know how they are, they're just racist and blah, blah. I just think... Yes, like there's stuff that's built in, like there's things that's already in our nature and in the way we, we think and whatever. Mm -hmm. But how will the next generation know if we don't start changing ourselves and then raise children who have the new mindset that we're trying to ad um, adopt? That's the only way we're going to get changed. If we just sit there and we're just like, oh, and we're just, yeah. Because sometimes it sounds like excuses, mm. in all honesty. But that's just me. I think... Um, yeah, uh, no, go on, go on Mark. No, sorry. I was going to say that, like I said before, I think we're just living through it because I think like our generation, like of like our children, are going to be way less um, discriminative and accepting of other cultures, races, sexes, all this stuff. Like way more than than the generation that we're that that, that we're in now. And that's just natural, just through the way society's gone. So, I, like it's like what you said. I think you just have to just live through it, and people's mindsets are going to change. Do you do you feel like that's a good thing though? Because for for example. The, the Jews, the, the Native Americans never had to integrate into the rest of America, for example, to, to then just, for people, for basically someone on the outside to say, you know what, they've integrated, 
they kind of forgotten about the Holocaust. They kind of forgotten about um, uh, basically the the genocide with the Native Americans. That's okay. Let's like everything's okay now. So there's no need for reparations. There's no need to actually help the people in particular areas. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get what you're saying. Now, obviously, they still need the reparations, but I think the experience is different. I mean, because obviously. Obviously, everybody went through what they went through. They came in and wiped out all the indigenous people, or like called the Native Americans, and obviously um, Jewish people had the Holocaust and all, and all this stuff. So everybody's experienced it. But it just feels like it, it was framed differently mm-hmm. for, for, for black people, like if that makes sense. It's not about comparing blacks or anything, but it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel the same way. And that's why they haven't felt the effects of it. And that's why you necessarily can't expect the same results from the same actions regarding them, because it was a different experience. You get what I mean? Mm. So, because it was so, because it's so much deeper, it's probably going to take so much more. It's going to be so much harder to come out of it. I don't know what the answers are, by the way. I'm just saying. Mm. Yeah, I think our mindsets can can start changing the moment we decide that we want our mindsets to change. If you wake up every day, you're intentional and say that you're not going to be a victim mm-hmm. of you know the, your circumstances and stuff like that. It it will start making a making a difference, but. Mm. But at the same time, obviously, I'm not ignoring that certain things are bigger than just you thinking positive. Or do you mean there's certain things? There's for certain people, it's harder for that change to for them to experience that change, just because they're literally that just like socioeconomic things are mm-hmm. just barriers. Do you get what I mean? So it is difficult, definitely. But in my in my lifetime, I've kind of seen more blacks looking to progress with their lives and <clears throat> their families than like just calling race, 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 woes mm. me, woes me, woes me, woes me. I've seen more progressive and looking to actually um, be uninterrupted and then they get interrupted and then they call out the interruption. Okay. So I don't see more victims than I see um, people looking to actually just progress. That's me though. Mm. And that's yeah. my environment. I don't know for any other people. And I surround myself with people who don't look to um, play the victim when it comes to race um, too tough. But I do surround myself with people that call out racism when it is they see it. Do you feel, those people that you surround yourself with that you described, yeah, do you feel like, like what, what makes them different from the rest? Is their background different? Is their ethnicity, the experience is different? Because why is it that group? You know what I'm saying? Like, why, did, why is their outlook different? So, I, again, I can't really speak to the, the type of people that are on the other side of this particular conversation. Mm. So, those people who are characterized as just, I wake up in the morning just to sponge off of this particular race card. I mm. don't see them on uh, often enough to me to, to form this mold where I can actually use it in an argument. I, I, so okay. I don't even know what they even look like and how it is it move. Mm. You understand? Um, and even when it is that you see certain like stories online, it's normally that person's at the workplace and then something's happened and yeah. then off the back of that, boom. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. To be fair, I think what you just described, I think that's, that's the majority. I don't think everyone, I don't think black people wake up every day playing a race card every moment yeah. of the day. I think they just live their lives, like you said. And when they're interrupted, that's when they they um, protest. So I, I 100% so yeah. I feel our mindset is 
focused and um, facing the right way. Yeah, of course. On mass. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. Hundred percent. Okay, so basically, based on that logic, I'm 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 assuming you're saying at some point in time, those issues will be a thing of the past. The oh, issues. One hundred percent. As Mark said, I mean, just for on, on default, our yeah. children are going to be treating um, each other completely differently. When you say issues, mm-hmm. you mean on our side or on, on their side? As in issues that um, face us, that we face, by the way. No, how's that going to change? This, this is what I'm asking. We can, we can only do our, our part. If we wake up every day and just strive for greatness, that's our part in it. Mm. We can't control <laughs> the other side. Mm. Yeah, I think society on a whole, uh, they're less tolerant of these particular things, uh, as in racism. Yeah. Uh, and so as you continue, it's yeah. going to be reinforced. So... After a while, you're gonna see less and less, and less and less, and less and less, and less and less, especially in in um, these metropolitan um, areas, anyway. Mm. But I can't really speak for those on the outskirts. And do you do you basically attribute all of that down to just the mentality, our our mentality changing, and therefore our children's mentality more and more changing? Oh, one hundred percent. I do believe, like I said, our mindset, I believe, is where it needs to be, and and what we protest is just stop. Trying to impede us. Mm. That's 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 well, that's how I see it anyway. Well, we don't go into work looking for all right. I'm just gonna wait for an opportunity to basically scream, "Woe is me!" and you are onto me because I'm black. Mm. I think they go in mindful that it's a hostile environment, but they're not looking to to jeopardize <laughs> until it is they need to basically stand up and and talk. That's all, what I've seen anyway. Yeah, so the wariness, I think it's it's because it keeps getting covered on social media, keeps getting covered in, in podcasts and and those types of forums. But yeah. I don't know, I think in everyday today workings, I think we're we're focused on progressing. Okay. It's them other efforts, man. <laughs> Keep bringing it up. Like this article, right? Mm, yeah. Look, look what we're doing now. Talking about this because mm-hmm. of this particular initiative. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like this whole Cambridge thing didn't slavery didn't have to be the the uh, narrative here. Mm. Let's do better by black people. Simple as that. But then I guess th- they will see it as why 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 should we do better by black people? Then don't do it then. No, but <laughs> not, not that they shouldn't. But I mean, yeah. like we're deciding to do better for, um, by yeah. black people. Why? Because we did something in the past. Da, 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 da. That's where. Yeah, that's, that's why that's, the links yeah, there. You know yeah, you're, I mean? just, you're just trying to keep keep us under your thumb, man. Fuck off, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really uh, begrudge the people who continue to be on these institutions next, mm. right? Because I like when it is that they have to basically displace themselves in order to, um, I, I guess appease. Mm. But um, my my focus and. And, and again, the people who I surround myself with, because that's who I see as my companions, right? These mm-hmm. people who I, I muck in with and and um, and work alongside, these are my tribe. And as many um, individuals that I can get with my type of mindset, I think it will be more beneficial because the influence will spread quicker. Yeah. You know, Sam? So mm-hmm. that's all my focus is on. Whatever happens in and around, um, the scene, mm-hmm. cool. I uh, take it in, but it can't it can't distract me from what I set out to do and what me and mine set out to do. Mm. Mm. Okay, 
I mean, pick up the the slavery committee who, who sorted this out for Cambridge. Because mm. I can imagine, like, with like black students, how you work hard and blah blah. But then with Cambridge and like Oxford, because they've got stats to reach or to hit when it comes to um, diversity, mm-hmm. I'm sure they probably have to turn away some excellent black students on the kind of you know we've hit, but only allowing two percent this year kind of kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is this is good, and if it helps the kids as well, because I'm sure there are kids as well who have the grades and all that kind of stuff, but they actually can't afford to go, so they would have to then go to another university and stuff. So this is good. Well done to the people. Mm. Yeah. Okay. All right. Let's get into our next headline. Mm-hmm. You guys remember Edward Snowden? You know I don't. Is it like a whistleblower or something? Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah. he's back in the news. So uh, the for- former US intelligence contractor, Edward Snowden, who leaked extensive US intelligence surveillance operations, has been granted Russian citizenship. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's been living there for a while now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been. The decree was signed by um, President Vladimir Putin on Monday. Mr. Snowden, who's now 39, has been living in exile in Russia since exposing the NSA, which is the National Security Agency program, affecting millions of Americans in 2013. Mr. Snowden, who faces espionage charges in the U.S., has made no public comments. In 2020, the NSA surveillance of millions of Americans' telephone records were ruled unlawful by the U.S. Court of Appeals. Mr. Snowden said afterwards that he felt vindicated by the ruling. Top U.S. intelligence officials had publicly insisted the NSA had never knowingly collected data from private phone records until Mr. Snowden exposed evidence to the contrary. Following the revelation, officials said the NSA's surveillance program had played a crucial role in fighting domestic terrorism, including convictions of Basali Saeed Moalin, Ahmed Nasir Talil Mohammed, Mohammed Mohammed, and Issa Dore of San Diego for providing aid to Al-Shabaab militants in Somalia. Mr. Snowden's lawyer was on Monday quoted by a Russian state, by a Russian state news um, agency saying that his client has never served in the Russian army and therefore will not be called up as part of the partial mobilization announced by President Putin last week. And our next headline takes us to, um, I guess, economics, man. So who's the better economist? Uh, Kwesi Kwarteng or Rachel Reeves from the Labour Party? So the Shadow Chancellor, Rachel Reeves, has promised to bring back the top rate of income tax and spend the money raised on hiring more NHS workers. In her speech to Labour's annual conference, she accused Liz Truss and Kwesi Kwarteng of behaving like desperate gamblers in the casino. She told delegates they've lost credibility, they're losing confidence, they're out of control. The party has already announced that it would bring back the 45p top rate of income tax scrapped by Mr Kwarteng in last week's mini-budget if they win. The party would keep the government's 1p cut to the base rate of income tax. Ms. Reeves said the next Labour government would spend the money raised on the biggest expansion of medical school places in British history, doubling the number of medical students so our NHS has the doctors it needs, as well as more nurses and midwives. Ms. Reeves has accused the Chancellor of fanning the flames of the falling pound by hinting at further unfunded tax cuts. In her conference speech, Ms. Reeves also warned the government was putting our economy in danger and vowed to fight its economic policies every step of the way. In contrast to the Tories' tax cuts for the wealthy, 
She said Labour would invest in the NHS and the industries of the future to create a stronger and fairer economy. She told delegates, Last year, I told this conference that I was more than happy to take on the Tories on economic competence because I know we can win. I'm now wondering if they even plan to turn up for the fight. It's becoming clearer by the day that Labour is the party of economic responsibility and the party of social justice. It's time for a government that is on your side. And that government is a Labour government. Yeah. People are just out here doing, trying to do good PR and <laughs> get people's votes. Yeah. So That's ridiculous. Yeah. So, uh, you know, yeah, I don't know what to say about that. But yeah. So your Brexit's in trouble right now, right? So, so please rephrase that. Um, Mr. Um, <laughs> Mr. Kwateng, he's in trouble right now. I guess so. Wow, how is he getting onto this, young man? What do you mean? How's he getting out? Uh, yeah. If there's, there's if, fire all around, right? Yeah. If the economy, you know, improves, then he'll be vindicated. Do you see it improving? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah? You yeah. think he's done, he's done the right thing? If they stay in power long enough, I think it will. With what he's put forward? Yeah. So you actually believe he's done the right thing? I think some things um, I don't necessarily agree with. Like, remember, right, I'm not for, uh, you know, I have to stress this to the people, innit? I'm not for the Tories, I'm not for Labour, I'm not for governments. I'm about reducing government intervention. Governments, whenever governments are involved in too much, they make things worse. That's what I'm about. So when he's doing the borrowing and all this type of stuff, I'm against all of that stuff. But in terms of the decision to basically cut tax in order to boost the economy, I believe that's the right decision. So later today, um, we're going to be hearing updates about the interest interest rates going up, right? Mm. That's going to hurt everybody, right? Yeah. Um, and that's been done in order to help the the Inflation, pound to yeah. stabilize, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Uh, do you think it's going to work? I mean, long term, interest rates. I mean, there's back and forth. A lot of economic analysts say that doesn't even really help. To be fair. You know what I'm saying? Depending on how you... Especially if the um, inflation isn't mad high. But um, again, it might work. It might work. It'll, you know, obviously discourage um, spending and borrowing and all them type of things there, you know, to kind of bring down inflation and whatnot. But yeah, it's just the thing, right? I, I think people need to recognize that what the pound is doing, all of this stuff is temporary. You know what I'm saying? Or at least potentially could be temporary. It's way too early to say, oh, the pound's just going to crash. It's, you know what I'm saying? And, and it's over for the UK... It's way too early. You know what I'm saying? It's not necessarily, necessarily the fact that what he's done is wrong. It's how people perceive what he's done. So people perceive, for example, his actions as something that's maybe reckless. They believe the, US, the, the UK won't respond to it very well. And so now they now want to take their money out and do certain things. And that's what's made the pound plummet. Not Isn't that what the market what did, is based on? Perception and faith and mm, Yes and, and no, but, but not long term, no. No, but in, in the yes. short term. Yeah, yeah, in the short term, yeah. Yeah, so when you say not long term, mm. how much time are we looking to give him and trust in order to see if it is, it it, it turns... I, I, I honestly couldn't say because I, I don't know numbers, I don't know the figures, I don't know none of that stuff. So I don't know how long, like, they would need. But personally... How long would you give them? <laughs> I don't know, maybe the next election. Yeah, the next election. You know, because I mean, they don't have a choice anyway. We don't have a choice. Yeah. When it comes to that time, we'll, we'll look at the situation. But based on them, as in Liz Trust getting letters of no confidence um, since well, I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Um, you're not seeing this turning around anytime soon, right? 
what turning around? Well, the pound dropping. Uh, maybe not. Ball. Maybe the Bank of England will do certain things. Maybe the you know, a discussion with Quarting and they can come up with a plan to kind of make it stable and then maybe it will increase. But you have to also remember that the the dollars doing well at the moment as well. It's not just a case of the pound just doing badly. The disparities are also caused because the dollar's doing particularly well also. You know what I'm saying? So th- there's so many different factors. But, the, but the, 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 the overriding thing for me is how do you boost the economy? And you don't boost the economy by, by um, introducing more t- tax. That doesn't make sense. It just doesn't make sense. You have to, ta- like I said, incentives. That's the only way you get people to do things. Sorry, wasn't the tax going to be to the rich, rich, rich? Who, 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 who makes the who creates jobs? The, the, the working class. No, but I'm saying exactly. <laughs> who's, who's going to create jobs? When you say you you can't do anything if it is you just um, tax more people, it yeah. was the type of people that were being taxed, right? There's some there's some institutions that aren't even getting taxed the way they should be getting taxed right now, right? I, I don't know. I, I can't say for sure unless you tell me what you're talking about. The filthy rich. <laughs> <laughs> no, but why? Why do you say they're not being taxed as they should be? Uh, because they dodge it and uh, it's not so things that policed properly and it's not. No, but it's not a case of it not being policed. It's it's, it's according to the law. How about Amazon? What about Amazon? How about Amazon and those um, oil people? Yeah. Who I think a couple of months ago they were saying that they earn mad billions. Yeah. And <laughs> they weren't paying the amount of tax that they should be paying, and then they were like hiking up the prices of oil and stuff yeah. but but again this proves my point that that's not a Tory thing because it happened under Labour too the, no, these no, no, are no, issues with the government we've, we've only like, we're only talking about last decade we can't be talking about before that so don't say it happened under Labour but it we're, happens all the time we're talking about, no, no 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 we're talking about the last 12 years right we could only deal with what's in front of us alright right, cool I, I'm just curious because in my head yeah, in my head every time I wake up I'm seeing something else about um, Mr. Kwateng and I'm yeah. seeing something else about mistrust mm-hmm. and I'm seeing something else about conservatives right like yeah. every single day right <laughs> and for the last 10 years it's been the same thing they've just changed the leadership yeah. so I want to know whilst I'm sitting here just behind you yeah. if your tune is going to change mm-hmm. at all yeah. regarding the type of messaging you put out pertaining to who we should be letting um, time who we should be giving time to and who we should look to entertain. All right, like I said before, yeah, the first thing is, this This is what I need you to understand, right? My position. So so, so my position is clear. I heard, I heard it. I, and I'm going to get you a t-shirt. What's my position? Black people above everything. No, no, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> no Gov- government, government intervention, intervention is too much, yes. right? Governments need to wash their hands away from us, right? I believe in freedom, right? Cool. Number two, if, if Labour comes into power... And they implement good economic policies. I'm not just saying Labour. I'm just saying any other. Any, yeah, right? yeah. Right, any, cool. Whoever comes into power, though, and and they can implement good economic policies, I will be on their side. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's that simple for me. I don't care if it's blue or red. I don't care if it's, if it's bloody green. As long as the economics is sound and it can benefit the people, yeah. that's all I care but about. Right now, it's it's woeful. And it has been woeful for years. No, but... No, no, but you, you're conflating things. You're, you're saying because the economic policy came from the Tories, it's the same. It's not the same. No, no, as, these are completely different eco- economic... situation, it's been woeful for years, right? Yeah, I mean, it's been bad, but it's been exacerbated because of the war and also because of COVID. But Tories been in, in, in government for 12 years. It's, I understand. It's not just a recent thing. No, no but it is. It, it's gone worse recently. Of course it has. 
You think COVID and, and the war hasn't made this worse? I didn't say that. I don't know exactly. where you got it from. No, but that's what I'm saying to you. So, so it's, it's, you can't just say, oh, and, the 12 And also years. Brexit, right? All of this type of stuff. No, but Brexit was a mean um, part of this. Brexit was part of it, yeah. All right, cool. All right, cool, cool. But remember, the people voted for Brexit. It wasn't Tories. The people voted for Brexit. After the lies that they were peddled. Whatever, whatever, whatever the reason that is. Matters. Every That's politician a lies. Every, That's a factor. Every politician lies. Every politician lies. I don't know why people wake up and think, oh, what they're telling me is true today. It doesn't make no sense. You're brushing over this very, very... Um, I'm not. I'm using it, logic. Man. And I'm basically saying, regardless of... I, remember, like I said before, I don't care who is in power. I just care about the policies affecting people in a positive way. Mm. And all I'm trying to say to you is, Brexit, COVID, and bloody th this war... All of these things have exacerbated a bad situation. You see what I'm saying? It's not fair to act as though if another party was in power, these things wouldn't occur. They may have dealt with it better, 100%. That's definitely a possibility. All right. So you see what I'm saying? Would you agree that the current situation under the current party is not ideal? Not at all. And they've been failing. They, they, of course they have. They've all made right. bad decision after bad decision. All right. That, and this, this is what I want you to, to basically acknowledge, that they've made bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. Yeah, but I'm, I'm not here to, def to defend them. I, th this is why I need people to hear what I'm saying. I'm not defending anything. I look at the economic policies. And I'm also trying to make people recognize that the economic policy of list trust and quarting is different to Sunak and Boris. Mm. They're different. Don't just think because they both wear blue ties and blue dresses, right, <laughs> that the bloody... Economic policy is the same. It's not the same. Don't conflate mm. things. You see what I'm saying? They're completely different strategies. And from my economic um, school of thought, I believe if you incentivize people, they will do better. That's mm. that's basically the fundamentals. I could be wrong. You may disagree. You may be more socialist. I don't believe in socialism. I don't think it works. There's one comment here that says there is not one example where trickle down economics impact how. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Impact low to middle income as much as the higher rate. Rich people either save or invest offshore when they get money. What is trickle down economics? Are you talking to me? Yeah, you and the person who said it. Well, don't ask me. Right, I'm, I... I'm not the political expert. All right, all right. I'm not the economic expert. The, the, per the person who said it, yeah, please define trickle down economics. Because trickle down economics is just a term people throw out. And they're basically articulating an argument me, that nobody's let me articulating. Google this, right? I think let the person should have, um, if they really wanted to ask a question, should have called in. The number is pinned to the chat. Yes, this is true. I know I know what they mean by trickle down in economics, by the way. Oh, so you know? I 100% of course I know. I'm, I'm basically saying that it's a bad um, representation of what um, a free market and, 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 and tax cuts is. So what is trickle down economics? What they're basically trying to say is, oh, if you basically um, reduce taxes at the top, um, all, all the benefits of that just go down into the poor and the poor benefit like that. Nobody's oh, so what, ever said oh, such so things. What 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 has been done right now is basically off the off the back of trickle down economics. No, trickle down economics is is a term to try and describe something. The thing that they're describing, I'm laughing at you. <laughs> the thing that they're trying to describe isn't trickle down economics. It doesn't work that way. It's about incentives. It's about tax cuts. Listen, this is like this is very simple to me, right? Watch this. Please don't don't talk to. I, I'm asking the question because okay, I cool. actually want to know. Because okay, right. I, the person who you're talking to might, you might feel they're an idiot, right? No, no, I'm I'm curious. I actually want to know where this is coming from. Okay. Yes, son. So when when they say trickle down in economics, you're saying, but that's not even what it is that Kwesi is doing. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm basically saying the trickle down economics comes from the left. Typically, it's come from the left, and it's trying to describe an economic policy that is typically carried out by the right. 
However, it's not a good description of what it oh, is. The term has come from the left. Yes. To describe what the right are doing. Yes. But that's not what that's, is it's, actually it's, being it's, done. It's not, it's not a good um, description or articulation of that economic idea. And so what happens is people attack the, 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 the representation of the idea and not the idea itself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the issue. This is why people just throw away, throw away, throw around, trickle down economics. So you get fed up when it is that you hear that term? No, I don't get fed up. It's good to dialogue, isn't it? If you've got the time in it. All right, cool. So is it true that the super rich don't put the money back into the economy? That's not true. And and, and again, thank you very much. Again, this goes to the whole trickle down economics because the idea for them is, oh, you, you basically unta- um, you reduce taxes and they put the money back into the economy and then everyone benefits. It, it doesn't necessarily work that way. It's about creating incentives. Like focus on the incentives part, right? For example. So is it true? So, so for example, Brent, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so for example, yeah. If you reduce corporation tax, right? What does that do? You get potentially more businesses starting up, right? Cool. Because obviously there's certain people who, for example, uh, again, it was going to raise from 19 to 25%. That's 6% increase. There's certain people who, who basically were thinking, how can I start this business? I'm passionate about this particular business. I want to start this business. I don't have the funds. I have to factor into my bloody business plan, go and see the bank and see how I'm going to raise these funds. That 6% makes a difference. That will now potentially make an idea a reality. That's how you, you start a business. A business is good for the economy. You have employers. People can leave their house, go to work, and find work and actually work and get an income and benefit their families. That's one example. Uh, again, the decrease in corporation tax. Established businesses outside of the country will say, hmm, this is more desirable now. Let me come and invest in the country. Start a business here. Da, 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 da. Same principle applies. Same thing. Oh, the tax is too high. Okay, you have, you have to understand that there's reason. Everybody here, right, knows probably somebody that has moved to Dubai. Am I, am I, am I yeah. right? Why? Yeah. Why? What, exactly. Thank you. Because yeah. of what? Tax. You have said it. Because of tax. People who are educated and who've got jobs, got qualifications, are leaving the country. Mm. The work, Again, I'm not saying this to be disrespectful or belittle, right? But the working class, people who need welfare, like 100%. But those are not the people necessarily that are boosting an economy. Yeah. You have to understand, you have to create opportunities. It's not just take opportunities. You know what I'm saying? Create opportunities, especially when the economy is down. So you have to focus on those who are going to create. And when you tighten their belts, they don't create as much because what is the point in it? So wait, so you kind of do believe in this term that you don't nope, like? No, nope, no. Wait, nope. wait, 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 wait. I just, Emmanuel, I thought you were saying that it's beneficial to lower the tax of the people that are creating jobs. This is why I said to you, sorry, but this is why I said to you to define trickle down economics, because they see it in a different way. I'm saying it does benefit the economy, yes. We we create incentives, but to just say and simplify it down to, oh, if you cut their tax, they just spend more and boost their economy, and so it just goes down to the poor, and I don't know, maybe they're going to feel charitable and give to the poor. I don't know, whatever whatever the bloody idea is, right? It just doesn't work in that way. It's about finding opportunities, creating opportunities for people to come and boost their economy. That's essentially what All it right, is. So, <clears throat> sorry. I want to go to the toilet quick, yeah? They're probably going to... Of course, for you. Bro. You're yeah, going to no, toilet quickly. Uh-huh. <laughs> no, this, this, this is why I want to think, isn't it? Oh, okay. I don't want to get up. 
Hello. Hi. Good good morning, good morning. Can you can you just pause a while while Emmanuel empties um Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. just got to turn it. Yeah, sure. Wait, wait till he comes back. Can you just give us um a little introduction um to yourself and what you're you're here to see? Thank you very much. Hi. Yeah, I'm the person that was talking about trick trickle down in not economics. Cool, cool. Which well, also came from Thank you. Um, which also came from back in the days of Reagan. They used to call it Reaganomics. And it is in, in, it's called supply economics. It's based on the fact that they think that when the richest gain um, in wealth and these tax cuts mainly, mainly, mainly benefit and have higher impact on high rate earners. Middle to income make small gains. And what, what it's based on, it's called supply economics. And it means that they will spend a proportion of this extra money that they get on goods and services and creating jobs for lower incomes. But having worked in the city and having worked as a trader and having worked in an investment bank, the trends that you see amongst the rich are they either save money or they invest money. So if you look at what's happened with the housing market, what that benefits, that benefits people who can already afford a mortgage. It doesn't benefit first-time buyers because all it does is it will raise the price of houses, which will price people who are the, in the lower income out of, housing, out of the housing. If you look at building social housing, social housing is already paid for. That is money that they could spend on people who are homeless and people who don't have money. Now, I'm not just speaking about this from a point of, of just um, quoting a word. I'm talking about actually what people do with their money. People avoid tax. I work with people who went to prison for years for avoiding, for not even tax avoidance, um, crimes around paying their tax. They don't spend their money. Um, on on helping other people. And why should they? It's their money. They put their money offshore. They may, they may um, buy other houses. I mean, if you look at when um, Margaret Thatcher actually um, did that thing where people could buy housing, buy their council houses, you'll find that the person who wrote the policy actually owns 40 properties in one council estate. A lot of this stuff is done to benefit themselves. Now, at the end of the day, I benefited from working in an industry and getting large bonuses. I also benefited from the fact that my company found a way where if they paid us offshore, we didn't have to pay national insurance. So as far as I'm concerned, there is not one example. Yes, trickle down in the economics has become a phrase that people use, but give me an example of where it has happened. And if you read what Rishi Sunak said about a month ago, he actually said by the end of the September, they're going to have to support the pound. They've just done one big bet with this. Why? It's just they've just bet the, the house, the bank on, on this trickle down economics. There is not an example where it's worked. If you look at Reaganomics, Reagan actually spent money, which helped to balance the books. But after he left, all that happened is if you look at the trend, the rich people seem to have gained by 200% during that period. The middle to low income gained by 26%. 
And after he left, they they haven't even gained again. It's the rich have just kept getting richer and the poor have just get, been getting poorer. So if you can give me an example of where it works, I'm happy I'm happy to listen to what you've got to say, but there is an example where it works and it helps the low to middle income. And that's all I've got to say. Sorry, I've got to go because I've come out of my office uh, and I've got to go thank back you so in. Much. Thank but you so I'm going to listen. Thank you. Um, oh, man. Oh, she oh. just dropped the mic on you. Man, <laughs> didn't even get a chance. <laughs> she she said, and that's that on that. One okay. Boy, I miss all first I'm, verse. I missed the first part, man. But um, oh, I I wanted, to I want, there was one question. There was one question I wanted to clarify. But um, are you ah? Because you guys um heard everything she said. Yeah, at the last part. Was she basically you commending? Would assume, you would assume. You would assume that, innit? <laughs> <laughs> I would say. I would say. I would say. I was looking. It was for Brent. Yeah, it was Direct me. your questions to that man. <laughs> no, no, no. When he said you guys, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that should not be me. So I knew it was Brent. Right. So Brent, Brent. Um, so for when it sounded like she was she was commending Reagan, Reagan, right? Reaganomics. Mm, I don't think so. No, I think she was because she was I basically she saying was, she said Reaganomics worked. It used to be Reaganomics. She said. Huh? It used to be called Reaganomics, so supply. Yeah, but it's not. But she's saying it worked, didn't it, Marks? Right? Yeah, she did say that. All right. Cool. Now, again, this is this is my argument, and she will respond in in the. Okay, be- anyway. beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is my argument. Government, when they put their hand in things, right, it gets worse. Cool. How do you get them? I, I'm basically uh, against. I'm for tax cuts in every way, shape, form, and fashion. Why? Because what it does, it cuts off the supply. The more tax, the more government have to play with, the more problems they cause. That's why I'm. Firstly, that's the first thing. Secondly, if you tax people too much, what they found is sometimes the government gets less money. Why is this? I, I kind of touched on this before, because people, the rich, they know about tax evasion, right? Mm-hmm. They know how to put it legally into certain places, right? So that you don't take all the money that they at least perceive they're working hard for. Yeah, okay, Trump. Cool. So what happened? And this is to use um, the caller's wonderful example of Reagan. Reagan was one of four presidents. I believe the first was um, Wilson, um, Reagan, Kennedy, and Bush, right? They all reduced taxes. And what did they find? They found that they got more revenue to use, to utilize for the, um, to boost the economy, right? Than other governments, right? That actually had a higher tax, um, higher tax, higher percentage of tax. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you have to understand that when you tax people, people's behavior doesn't just remain the same. And so you just keep getting the, um, the, the supply. People's behavior changes. There's ramification for this. And so what I'm trying to say is, typically, when you reduce tax, potentially, you could get more than you actually um, would get if um, the tax was a lot higher. Because people will be less productive. People will, will there'll be less um, things to create. You see what I'm saying? It's, it's just an economic um, thingy. There's not one... One shoe fits all. And so because of this um, particular situation now, if I just amend a few variables, it remains the same and I can get more. It doesn't work that way. You see what I'm saying? Ben, you listening? Um, so are you saying that she's right? She was right about economics, but, but, um, but basically what I'm trying to say is she's proving my point. The, the lower tax helped. You see what I'm saying? He had money to spend and yes, he did spend. But remember... Reagan, like Thatcher, was about freedom. They learned from Hayek. You know what I'm saying? That's a, this is far-right economics. 
This is reducing tax to benefit the economy. Like you just said, people got rich after. Uh, yeah, of, of course, um, certain presidents afterwards did different um, policies. And you know what I'm saying? There's, it's a lot more complex. A commenter said she didn't say it worked. She said it worked for the rich. Yeah, because she said the rich get rich and the poor get poorer. All right, cool. I don't know what to tell you. Man. <laughs> it didn't just work like that. It, America got a big boom, right, in their yeah. economy under Reagan. It's just fact. It's just yeah. fact. You know what I'm saying? They got more money, more revenue as well from tax under Reagan. It's just fact. I'm not telling you something I think or yeah. heard. It's fact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, again, how they spend that money, it's up to the government. Yeah. I'm against the spending of the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, again... I'm basically just looking at this, um, the, the issue that we have now and asking ourselves, what's the best way to do this? Because you have to understand, every, th no government has money. They have mm. your money. Your money. That's all they have. And so when there's tax cuts or when they kind of put in more tax, right? Mm -hmm. You are paying for it tomorrow. Mm. You need to understand this. You see what I'm saying? It's like people don't seem to understand. So I understand, yeah, of course... You know, certain people wanted to maybe implement the windfall tax thing to help people in their media. I understand that certain things can't be so um, hot and black hot and, and cold and black and white and cut and dry. There has to be transitions. You know what I'm saying? But I'm basically saying the economic policy of um, reducing taxes that will always be a, a good thing. But when um, governments are spending, borrowing, printing money. It's just inflation, inflation, inflation. And the Tories do that too. So again, I'm not defending the Tories. People need to understand, I'm not defending the Tories. You're always on this side. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm basically saying governments all together, they need to step back a bit. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But given the situation we're in now, how best do we boost this economy? That's the question I'm saying. And I think personally, at least from my economic school of thought, tax cuts is the best way to incentivize creation of opportunities, jobs, and that will in turn boost the economy. All right, so I got a little poll running and yeah. it's kind of head, head to head. It's... Literally 50 50 right now. Let me check because you always. <laughs> now I'm going to say, you, you have the poll. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Also, big up Ebony Onyx. Are you married yet, girl? You know, she was away for her marriage. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah congratulations. Congratulations. Where are the pictures? Drop in the community. Yes, please. Yes, please. All right, cool. Obviously, this is a long. Um, a long, yeah, I think. A long, you know, what think? I'm saying, I'm, not, I'm, I'm saying this particular conversation isn't gonna die today. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. Tomorrow is another day, and tomorrow is it? I think <laughs> that, um, you guys have hit the I'm not gonna, I'm being funny, man. Mm -hmm. That was your people's general web segment. <laughs> You're I, done. I don't, I don't even mind, you know. Hey, honestly, Brent, skip people's journal, you know. Hey, skip it. <laughs> uh, Brent's been smiling this whole segment. Brent's, Brent's been loving it. Brent has been loving it. All right, cool. Thank you very much um, for participating. Yes, who called yes. in? Let's let's go. Um, she didn't. I don't well, know. Proverbs. Okay. Oh, the Proverbs. Okay. Thank you for calling in, man. I bet you guys are very excited for Word of Road today. Ha! Right, let's get into it. For my first bit of news is actually sad news, and then I'm going gonna go on to. People had me do my job yesterday, my um, word and road job. It was ridiculous. But um, I want to start with a bit of sad news. So Brooke Bailey, who is from Basketball Wives, that's how I got to know her. Her daughter sadly passed away. Her daughter's name's Kayla. Um, sadly passed away at the age of 25. So on Sunday, I think she was out with her friends, but then she got into a car accident. So it was her and um, someone else in the car with her, a male. 
who hasn't been identified yet. And um, apparently what what happened was they had a crash with a like a trailer, mm. um, hit the trailer from the back, and sadly she didn't um, survive it. And her mum, of course, paid a tribute as well as so many of her basketball wives, um, you know, cast members as well. Um, Sorry, let me just get what her mum said. One second. Yeah, so she said, "Forever, forever my baby, pretty black, a.k.a. Kayla Nicole Bailey. This is not a goodbye. Mummy will see you soon. And then she also said that um, my baby girl was so loved by all of you. The love and support my family has received today is unreal and so appreciated. Kayla left a mark on so many lives. She entered the room and demanded respect, love and attention. If you had the pleasure of meeting her and being friends with her, she has forever changed your life. And she was also saying how um, leading up to Kayla's passing, she was actually fasting. Um, and she didn't realize what she was fasting for. And she said she feels as if God was preparing her for this. So she said, our God, our God is so faithful. I have been fasting and praying for days. I thought it was for something else. It was God preparing me for this moment in my life, although I was not prepared. I'm grateful for the 25 years he blessed me to have his child, to love her, to hold her, to teach her, to comfort her. She was my happiness on earth. Um, and then also her best friend also wrote out, sorry, I'm just trying to find that because Cardi and Akbar really had me doing a lot. I've got so many screenshots, it's actually ridiculous. Um, she said, yeah, I can't find it, sorry. Yeah, but basically she just kind of gave a tribute and, you know, talked about her best friend and shared like pictures and snippets and all that kind of stuff and talked about how how close they were and obviously she's going to miss her friend and all that stuff. So very, very sad news. Um, Just praying that, you know, everyone who's, who knows her and who knew and loved her is comforted during all of this. And then my next bit of news is about Rihanna. So Rihanna has come out the woodworks, well, the... The fans will say. So basically, she's um, she posted the other day a picture of her holding uh, American football mm. um, with a caption that was just a, a full stop. And so people were kind of speculating, does that mean she's going to perform at the Super Bowl in 2023? But yeah, so Apple Music, NFL and Rock Nation have confirmed that she will be performing in February 2023 in Arizona for the Halftime Super Bowl show. Um, which is very, very exciting. So Jay-Z said, Rihanna is a generational talent, a woman of humble beginnings who has surpassed expectations at every turn. A person born on the small islands of Barbados who became one of the most prominent artists ever, self-made in business and entertainment. And then also, um, what's it called? NFL, the head of NFL music, sorry. Yeah, NFL head of music said, um, we are thrilled to welcome Rihanna to the Apple Music Super Bowl halftime show stage. Rihanna is once is a once-in-a-generation artist who has been a cultural force throughout her career. We look forward to collaborating with Rihanna, Rock Nation, and Apple Music to bring fans another historic halftime show performance. And then the vice president of Apple Music and Beats also said, Rihanna is an incredible recording artist who is a favorite for many millions of Apple Music customers around the world. We're excited to partner with Rihanna Rock Nation NFL to bring music and sports fans a momentous show. What an incredible artist, blah, blah, blah. All great. So she'll be really, really good. Um, obviously, Rihanna's fans have been fighting for their lives when it comes to music mm. since she started Fenty. And there's currently a TikTok trend that is absolutely hilarious. And it's basically what they think Rihanna's going to come and do at the halftime show. Yeah. And so it's basically a lot of people got that, their Fenty products. 
and they're basically saying she's gonna come there and just announce a new a new, a new line <laughs> a new line of Fenty. But um, yeah, so that sh- that should be really really good. Um, she obviously hasn't performed in years actually, mm. or yeah, or music either. So that should be fun. And then my next bit of news is where I said Americans were wiling yesterday. So this one is a bit sad. Trigger warning. It's about domestic violence. So Moneybag Yo, his manager has been called out by his his girl for domestic violence. So basically what she did was she basically hacked his, well, she didn't hack, she took over his Instagram and she was exposing videos and details, everything wow. all on his Instagram. Wow. And she said the reason why she did it was because, so she said it's been going on for a good, a long time. But the reason why she um, spoke out about it was because um, he basically broke into her house. I guess she'd left him or something and he basically broke into her house and she had like, she showed the CCTV footage, him and his friend jumped to break the window, came into the house, blah, blah. And she said that was just the last straw for her. So she posted um, pictures up and she said, um, so an actual post on his page says, I didn't want to, sorry, she has a top on and on that you can see like bloodstains from mm. what he's done. And she said, I didn't want to share this, but Larry has taken it too far. Larry has been mentally and physically abusing me for the past year. I've always kept quiet, but he took it too far. The last assault is on public record. You can look it up. This man beat me so bad. I had two broken ribs. He um, sodomized Mm. her with his gun and threatened to pull the trigger. Thank God for the neighbors called the police. I have been silent for too long. I am now speaking up. I will not be bullied or harassed any longer. I am a survivor. I am not a victim. And then in her story, she also kind of gave detail, like, so she did Instagram post on this page, but she gave more details in the story. So she said, basically, the picture that she showed on her on the post, she said, this night I was in a section where a male came and sat in the section and I didn't get up. So when we got home, he beat me, basically. Wow. And then she also said that, um, she said, since everyone thinks I'm a, I'm lying, Larry is a wife beater. He's been hitting me for the past year. I've paid, I paid all the bills. I bought him everything he wanted. I pay for all the jewelry. I continuously give him money because he spends it on stupid shit and he has the audacity to keep on putting his hands on me. It's time you all know who he really is. Um, and then she also said, the last incident is public records. You can look it up. He beat me and sodomized me with a gun stuck and stuck the gun inside of me and told me he was going to pull the trigger in front of our neighbors. So he did it in front of the neighbors and the neighbors are the ones who called the police. Mm. Um, he said, I was always scared he was gonna kill me. So I never called the police. Um, it's just all very sad. And then what he's basically been arrested for, she had a screenshot of that as well. He's been arrested for aggravated assault, aggravated battery, aggravated sodomy, um, drugs, not in you know original containers, false imprisonment, possession and use of drugs, firearm, um, trafficking, marijuana. It's just a whole thing. So she basically put out all all the receipts and it's just all wild, basically. So um, hopefully she's able to get away safe. I think that's the issue with um, domestic violence. People say, oh, just leave, blah, blah. But when the person knows you're going to leave, you don't know how their head is going to... You just don't know how they're going to react to it. So hopefully she's um safe, especially if you break into a house. Hopefully she's in a she's safe and you know, and he can be um dealt with the way he ought to, the way he needs to be dealt with. Um and then the last bit, this bit, oh my gosh! So yesterday was a whole bunch of foolishness. So basically, recently um, 
Cardi B is a feature on a song called Tomorrow, I believe. And um, it's with, I think it's with Glorilla. Glorilla. Glorilla, is it? Yeah, some uh, some some girl. I always want to call her. I don't know. Yeah, I always think it's Gorilla, but I don't think anyone in this age. So let me just double check the song. And it Glorilla or something like that? Yes, yeah, like Glorilla. Yeah, something like that. Huh? Yeah, so the song is called Tomorrow 2. Yeah, and it's Glorilla and Cardi B. Can't lie, Cardi's verse That's the girl that sings is FNF, isn't it? sick. Sorry? Ain't that the girl that sings FNF? She's cold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, her, yeah. yeah Mag Mags, I don't yeah. mind... <clears throat> How comfortable you are, but can you just put the the laptop down a bit? I, I forgot. No, I forgot I was even on camera because you have been you have been taking over the show. Like I forgot I was even here. You have been going. I'm sorry, my I bad. Like this voice but um, <laughs> yes. You. So they've got that song. I can't lie. Cardi's verse goes off. I'm so excited for her next album. I feel like she's grown as an artist. Like it's just it's proper sick. It's proper proper sick. And so I think also I don't know if you spoke mentioned it in the rotation or if we just had a conversation. About Nikki, um, Nikki's song, the Super Freak remix, where she's got Aqua, yeah. she's got JT, yeah. and some other girls. Mm. So what happened was, so obviously Cardi's song came out on Friday. Glorilla's song with Cardi came out on Friday, right? And it's been doing really well in terms of YouTube. Like the streams are, I think it's like over three million in like three days. It's it's doing really well stats wise, right? Mm. So she must have been. She must have tweeted, you know, the song is going off. Obviously, her fans are tweeting all that kind of stuff and. She's doing praises. Then Akbar enters the chat. And then she said, so at first they started off doing subliminals here and there, right? Mm -hmm. So she says, if chat data, which I guess the official chat people, mm. she said, if chat data ain't say it, we ain't believing the cap. So essentially she believes that Cardi is capping about her song being number one on Apple Music, Cardi mm. said. Then Cardi said, this all now they're not, they're not acting each other. So Cardi then said, count all the times chat data posted you. I don't really like the internet games. My DMs is open and also the streets. Cool. Then she says, I don't, and then people were like, oh, like who are you talking about? At her, just at her. Then Cardi said, I don't got to at, I don't got to at, I can change a bitch's life just by a mention. And yes, I hit them directly. I don't do the internet. Cool. Then Akbar said, one thing about me, I'm going to say how I feel. Never been scary or will I cop, please? I'm standing on 10. She said, half time, you'll think I'd be talking to someone. I'd be talking to this one. Yeah, you, Miss Mamas. And then she said, and then she went on. This is now when she then at, when she said it was Cardi. So she said, who gave this hoe Cardi B my number? God be one of your weird ass hoes, basically. So what it was, was someone then, someone leaked Akbar's number to Cardi. So Cardi was basically ringing up Akbar. Akbar was not picking up. So Cardi was then texting her and then Akbar released the text. So she was like, oh, who's this? Cardi's like, answer the phone. Then she's like, who is this? Who are you looking for? Card and then Cardi said, you, it's Cardi. Then she's like, who are you giving, who gave my number? Then it's a whole bunch of like, why have you got my number? Don't text me. Cardi's like, oh, you're talking a lot online and blah, 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 blah. Mm. She's like, what's wrong with you? And then talking about, oh, you've got your other shit. And then Akbar's like, listen, I don't have time for this. I'm I'm working. Like I've got stuff I'm doing right now. Um, I haven't got time I'll talk to you later kind of thing. And then Cardi's like, you got other shit going on, but you got all the time in the world to be subtweeting for doggy treats. So essentially, doggy treats because Nikki. So you're mm. trying to do Nikki's work and, you know, yeah. And she's like, I'm not like none of those bitches. I'll come direct. And then Akbar's like, bitch, subtweet. Bitch, subtweet you for what? So Cardi said, you're subtweeting me. Mm. So she's like, subtweeting you for what? You know me. I will, I will at you directly if I need to, blah, blah. 
it's just all of that, all of that foolishness anyway. So then Akbar then went and released the text to everybody. Then she said, um, what is it? When I tell you, it was, it was really a lot. It was really a lot going on. Then she said, um, I'm laughing. This bitch must have woken up on the wrong side of the bed. Basically calling her fake. All that, all that mess. And then where it gets really, really, where it goes left, right? So Akbar has kids, right? Mm. And obviously so does Cardi, right? So Cardi then tweets, I take care of kids since the day I came out my pussy. Because essentially the word on the streets is that Akbar kind of abandoned her kids. So Cardi says, I take care of kids since the day they came out my pussy. Akbar said, sorry, this is going to get very vulgar, by the way, guys. Guess worse. Then Akbar said, you was able to, you was able to, baby. I wasn't, but I got all of mine now. See, the difference between me and you is I really was in that jungle hus um, huggling with real, hugging with real niggas. You forgot you had kids when you got some money. That Are you forgetting you had kids when you got money? Mm. Which I don't see how that's a bad thing. If more people were intentional about when they had kids, the world would move the state it is. So I don't think this did what Akbar thought was going to do. She said, you were just selling it to any, you were basically selling your pussy to any man that ran up on you. Then she called Cardi Cricket Teeth. Then, um, <laughs> Cricket Teeth? Cricket Teeth. As in those things that come out at night and go. Yeah, but because Cardi's teeth used to be really bad. Oh, teeth? Yeah, Cricket Teeth, yes. Ah. Yeah. So then Akbar goes into talking about, you know, she writes her own raps and, you know, blah, 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 all that stuff. And she's like, oh, her mouth is so foul, blah, blah, blah. Then um, she then goes to Cardi, let the world see you poodle face ass true <laughs> Let the world see your poodle face ass true character. Like I said, this is about Nicki feature. So now Akbar has now brought in Nicki Minaj, who is minding her business. So she's basically saying that the reason why Cardi's upset is because Akbar has a, a feature with Cardi, well, sorry, with Nicki. Then, then, so remember the other day I said to you guys how Nikki and um, Cardi has just closed on a, on a legal case where she got those girls beaten up because they allegedly slept with Offset. Mm. Cardi tweets Akbar's, not even, yeah, she tweets her sex tape. She tweets Akbar giving some guy head. Wow. Because she plays messy. So she then captioned it, she's captioned it and said, Somebody go and check on Akbar. She hasn't been right since she couldn't make TJ say I love you while giving head at that. He said, go eat that dick. So basically, let me tell you guys what happened in the video. So in the video, she's basically giving him head, yeah. But she's like, oh, I love you. Akbar mm. says that to the guy. Then she's like, tell me you love me too. Mm. And he's just silent. <laughs> but she says I love you with the willy in her mouth. Brent, I don't think that's necessary. <laughs> oh. Whatever it is she's doing, act she's doing. She says, "I love you." He, she's like, "Tell me you love me. Tell me you love me too." Mm. He's like, just silent. <laughs> then she's like, "Tell me you love me too." At this point, she's clocking that he's silent. Then he was like, "Listen, just eat the dick." Oh, <laughs> is that's that what he that's says. What he <laughs> wow. A man after Mark's his own heart. <laughs> <laughs> Where's this video? Send ah! me the link, Esther. What'd you say? Who wants the video? Can you send me the link? I'll, if I find it, I'll, I'll send it to you. This is, I'm not Journal, the journalistic purposes. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, she says all of that, yeah. Then, at this point, obviously, now you've taken it left because basically, this is now a um, mm -hmm. this is this is a crime. Yeah. And she can really take it to court because this is revenge porn, basically. Um, and then um, what was it? What was it after that? So she said that, then Akbar's like, oh, um, what was it? So I'm so sorry, one second. When I tell you there's too much stupid 
screenshots I had to do. So basically, this I is why just like, I oh, need like, this this so segment because there was bare stuff going on yesterday. And I didn't have a clue what anybody was talking about, and you're making it all clear to me now. Yeah, it was it was not, it was really a lot. It was really a lot. So then, um, Akbar then says, "Oh, now my kids have got." So basically, she's like to Cardi, "Why would you post that kind of thing?" Mm. Then she's like, "Now my kids have got to watch this again. You're dead wrong for uploading that porn stuff about me again. You you." She said you scoop. I meant maybe she's stoop, but you know how American yeah. gangs go? They can't say certain letters, so maybe scoop. So you scoop so low, but cool. You just threw me back into anxiety. So then Cardi says, um, wasn't you bragging about it when the video first came out? Talking about you you got good heads. Anyways, I'll respect your kids and I'll take it down. Mm. But then she took it down, yeah. But then Cardi's fans were like, first of all, hold on. So Akbar has a song with Tink. And I really wish Tink wasn't in there because Tink is a very talented babe. I'm going to put this to the camera, yeah. So Akbar has a song with Tink, yeah. It's called Leaked, mm. which I would assume came out at the time the video was leaked, right? Mm-hmm. But in the video, the cover of the video of the song is Akbar in the act. No way. Wait. So can my camera catch that? I will put it on. Um, this is this, what, this is the it? ghetto. This is really. So then, um, so then Cardi's fans and I like to like to like to Cardi. First of all, you got played for um, to take the video down because she made a whole album cover. So don't listen to her kind of mm. thing. And then Cardi was like, oh, like that's annoying, blah, 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 whatever, whatever. And there's a point where, um, where was that? And then, so basically then, um, Akbar, so basically what Akbar is, Akbar is basically dropping like people's names. She's brought in Nikki already. I will tell you what she does with QC as well. Like it's just a whole mess. So then she then tweeted, um, Saucy Santana is harder than Buddy's hubby, Offset. He be breakdancing. So Offset, all Offset does is breakdance and moonwalk on concrete. And she's like, like, boy, sit your ass down with all that ticket. <laughs> and then Cardi then said, this is where it goes really left. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess, no, it gets mm-hmm. really left. So right. I guess in, in these games, there's no, there's no rules. Mm-hmm. Literally, there's no rules. So Cardi then says, your mum be breakdancing in her grave. Every time you abandoned your kids to suck dick on camera. God, so Akbar's mom is dead. So Cardi <sighs> talks about that. Then Akbar then said, let's offset watch them kids because why you and your sister get beat up like that? So Akbar also says she's going to call Ra Ali. When Cardi and Nikki go into a physical fight at whatever award or whatever it was, mm. Ra Ali is the one who jumped in and gave Cardi that... Not on the head. <laughs> so Akbar's like, calm down before I call Riley again. So she's like, let Offset watch your kids because why did you and your sister get beat up like that? Then Cardi says, now, you know I don't play about my sister. Go dig your mother up, bitch. Oh, gosh. It's a whole thing. So at this point now, Offset enters the chat because basically Akbar says that someone else is calling her and she's alleging that it's Offset. So Offset um, said, hold on. This is the most ghetto thing I ever had to do. So basically, she's like, oh, she's basically acting, talking about Offset, and like, why is Offset calling me this bitch, man, blah, blah, blah. So then Offset then comes and says, bitch, that's not my number. Why would I call you when bitch, Cardi, already handling you, lame asshole? Then Akbar said, pussy ass nigga, we know it's a fake app. You lying now like you're lying on QC. We all know this. I knew I shouldn't be trusting a nigga who'd be dancing all over the place anyway. Then she said, hashtag crush up. 
it's all just, it really all just was a mess. But the part that got me the most, the funniest thing for me personally. So while all of this is going up, going on or whatever, Nikki is then talking about how basically she feels that she's been shadow banned on YouTube because apparently the song, so her song, you can't, since Cardi's one allegedly came out, you can't listen to Nikki's song. Like you have to, they basically, YouTube want you to log in with an authentic account, all that extra stuff. Before they um before they can play the song, mm. so she's basically saying that YouTube is a conspiracy going on and YouTube are banning against them, blah blah. blah. So she's talking about all of that and um, she then tweets, um, "Still ugly, by the way," which is obviously obviously to Cardi. Mm. And then at this point, Cardi's like, "I've got to go and um, you know get my kids or whatever." So when Nikki tweets that, Cardi then said, "Yeah." So Nikki obviously didn't add anyone. She just said. Um, Still ugly, by the way. And then Cardi then subtweeted and said, don't start arms. Because you know Nikki's got thick arms. <laughs> what in the ghetto? So she, listen, crazy. it's the most ghetto shit ever. So she said, don't start arms. And then um, thankfully, that was kind of the end of all of that stuff. And then Akbar mm. then said, Nicki Minaj is the queen of rap. And Cardi, you are a peasant. Mm. Ho. It was a bunch of foolishness. <coughs> what's what's Akbar's Instagram? I want to see your face. Um, Akbar V, I believe. Hmm. And then Cardi also posted a video because obviously she was cussing Cardi for being beaten up, and then Cardi posted a video of Akbar being beaten up too. It was really, really. Um, it was very, very wild. Um, a bunch of foolishness. But that being said, Cardi's song slaps harder than um, Nikki's. yeah, than hmm. the one Akbar is on. Okay. So yeah, it was just a. Uh, all that stuff is just disappointing to me, man. These are mothers, man. It's just, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a disgrace. Well, people tell you that because their mom doesn't mean that they can't... Um... Yeah, what does that mean? No, it means you, you need to behave yourself in certain environments, man. Yeah, but anyone can still get it, though. Mother or yeah, not. Yeah, but that's fine. But, like, I, I just feel like you're just in the mud and just behaving like... And the whole world is just watching you just get dirty. Yeah, but you can be a, you can be a mum or whatever. Yeah, but being a mum is just a... Uh, it's a task that you have now. It's not who you are now. So, so, like, so I mean that these girls were already like this oh, yeah, from the beginning. So, yeah. just because they're mums now, it doesn't take away their foolishness. I know, they're 100% just they just added an extra thing 100%. to their days. I agree, but what I'm saying is, like, when you when you're a mum, when you take on more responsibility, when you've got someone else to care and and, and maybe show a certain a way of life to, yeah, certain things should change. Yeah, but you say that though, Rob. There's men who have children, abandon the children, they've got a show way of life yeah, to yeah, but again, if, 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 Yeah, but if you, if you were talking about men, I would say the same thing. <laughs> but we're talking about women here. You know what I'm saying? I know, but I just think, I don't think it's, their it's, mum it's, thing is relevant. No, so it's, it's, it's a dad don't animal. Men, don't men get up to this kind of nonsense? And they're animals too. They're right. worse. Because why are they... Men that talk and get emotional, like, I, I have no respect for the girls. No, but I think though, That's I think in thing. society though, when men do things, when... Yeah. You know, when um, Offset was out here rolling his sleeves up to punch up Joe Budden, <laughs> when all these things happen, no one ever says, oh, you're a dad. Act like it. It's always to to women. I've never, in my life, yeah. 27 years, never heard anyone say, oh, you're a dad. Act like it. Yeah, it's got, always mums. Do you get me? So, you've got a point, yeah. So that's why when people, you know, when someone says, oh, you're a mum, it's mm. like, and I would have thought personally, what, they should really, what Cardi should have considered is the fact that she's flipping Cardi B. You've just come out of a, mm. law, of a lawsuit. She also tweeted something about her probation officer. I think her probation officer was calling down her line mm. because she's obviously got to do, you know, community service and whatever. So you've just left a legal case. Mm-hmm. You, I feel like Cardi forgets who she is. And this is my issue as well with Nikki. They forget who they are. That people actually like, 
you're not any, you're not just any small girl. Yeah. So you can't be on the internet going back and forth with respectfully small girls. Do you get mm-hmm. what I mean? And you can't be out here as well leaking porn. Like, that's wild. If I was at bar, I would want to teach you a lesson. I would take you to court for that. And that's a that's a one case. I mean, her being a woman doing that, I just anyone doing that, I think is just despicable to be fair. Yeah. But to me, again, I could be wrong. But to me, if you're a mum, you got kids. One of your kids is a boy or a girl. And they, they, they can grow up knowing that you're the type of person who just leaks these type of information and talk so foul about people. No, but I, think I think it's humans though in general. Because yeah, I disgusting. could not even be a mum, but there's a certain way I wouldn't... I don't have children, but there's yeah. a certain way I wouldn't act because I have cousins, I have yeah, siblings. So yes. I think it's human beings in general. I think I want to step away from the no, mum attachment. No, I, I get what you're saying. But then I, I'm basically just trying to say what you are now. When you yeah. then have kids... Yeah. When you take on additional responsibility, when you want to live your life in a particular way to say, you know what, I want to, like, I want to, like, be some type of frame of reference for my kids to grow up and admire. Th- yeah, but everyone th- should that's be what I'm that trying to say. Yeah, I know, but sometimes you need an incentive. Yeah, some, 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 some things are there. Some sons actually want their mums to finish anything that they didn't start. Do you get me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, I think, I get what you're saying. I do yeah. get what you're saying. Like, it should be there regardless. You know what I'm saying? But I just feel like for those that don't have it, when you do have a kid, when you have other things, like may, maybe it's not even just a kid. When you're a professional, when you're yeah. in certain um, environments, certain things are just kind of composed to be like, I, I'm above this rubbish. I just feel like personally in life, everyone should just have a bit of shame. I think if more people had more shame, there's so much that people wouldn't do. There's things I like, I would, there's certain things I would not take part in on account of shame. I'm not a mum or anything. And if I'm going to detach myself from being someone's daughter, from being someone's sibling, whatever, whatever, it's just the fact that I just think it's it's me mm. and what I want to represent for myself. But not everyone is like that. Because really, I guess when you're drawn out, when you're drawn <clears throat> out as well, it's a bit it's a bit difficult, I guess. Mm. But yeah, it's a lot. Right. But um, with Nikki's stuff as well, she was talking about, you know, how YouTube basically stopped her and blah, blah. And then she's, they basically, I think they wrote to her as well to say that, um, basically investigating it and stuff, stuff like that. And it's to do with age restrictions and they've now removed the age restriction. And I guess the video is now back to normal. But then a lot of her fans were also saying that when they go on her page, so you know, usually with YouTube, what it should really ideally recommend mm. is the artist's like next piece of content or like next song or whatever. Mm. They were saying how there's a pattern where whenever you play one Nikki song, it always diverts you to, Oh wow. Cardi and them oh. straight away. So it was wow. all that stuff. So she basically started calling um YouTube duds and said that their platform is they're intentionally doing stuff against her and blah blah. But I really hope I can have some none of this messiness for another two weeks because it's not really not my bag. But I was glad that I was up to, you know, not miss this one. Like I missed the UK version a while ago. It was funny because Nikki entered that chat as well, because he obviously Avora and Doe and um, like Nikki knows her. Mm. So um, people are basically saying how, you know, she's really embodying Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, even in the way that she speaks and behaves. But um, big up, big up the Barbs. Mm. Um, big up Bardi Gang. And everyone be guided and let's have some shame. I appreciate you doing that. Because you know it was a Boy. lot, Brent. It Boy. really was taxing. It was... <laughs> Like I, I don't I don't care about and I have to deliver it like I care. So this is why people think I have mm. my IQ is in the bin, but <laughs> I really don't I could give two shits about these things, but yeah. Thank you. Uh the poll is in. Uh Emmanuel, you mm. have pulled ahead. 
I'm going to end it now. Oh, okay. for the, his economics? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he left it up there for him to, for him to catch up. Yeah, he might as well. We're going to end Mark it now. jumped on all of his burner accounts and then <laughs> <laughs> voted for you. <laughs> no, <laughs> that is so funny. But all right, yeah. cool, cool. All right, we people's journal? All right. <laughs> Can we get everyone to like the video? How do you think we feel? Like <laughs> if you're going to do all of that, you we know. need a word. On, we, tomorrow's topic of the day mm. needs to be something like... Mm. Yeah, something, something, something like real, something like, something like something you. Like. Yusuf is going to submit it. No, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yusuf checked out for about an hour. Yusuf was lying down. I was lying down. Did you see me? Uh, yeah, I sent him a video. Yeah. I'm a feet up. I sent him a video and I sent him oh, Yusuf. <laughs> I sent him Yusuf was like he got got when he signed his contract. Listen, uh, <laughs> listen. I've been bamboozled. <laughs> Hoodwinked. <laughs> Led astray. If y'all don't see um, Yusuf next year, <laughs> just know he said, I'm going to sign that shit. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> well, all right, let's get into the People's Journal. <laughs> okay, so welcome to the People's Journal, people. Um, I'm going to be very brief because we had a pre-People's Journal. Um, literally... Just want to say um, a bit of bad news, good news, and loved ones, you know, you decide on it. <laughs> so the, fir- the first one is basically the cost of packed lunches, right, for, y- for your children and whatnot. It's gone up 70%. Yes. So when looking at the typical, like, you know, the most com- common packed lunch ingredients, yeah. Yeah. everything's ham. just, yeah. I'm sandwiches and stuff. Yeah. I mean, they should leave it. Do you eat ham? Of course I don't. Thank God for your life. I, yes. <laughs> I think Brent is the only the only um, pagan here who eats ham, you know. Do you eat ham, Brent? As in pork? <laughs> yes. Yes, myself and Marks eat pork. Why are you bringing Marks into it, man? Hello? I'm, <laughs> a, I'm <laughs> an avid pork eater. I can't, can't, you get me? What do you say? I said, I'm an avid pork eater. I'm calm. <laughs> be fair, avid. But me, I, don't, I, don't get the, I don't get the whole shaping people that eat pork to. I just think it's just one of those. I don't, just, I don't eat pork, but I don't care. If, I don't care if anyone eats yeah, pork. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's a fun that's, thing to do. <laughs> that's your problem. Yeah, it's just yeah. something to laugh at. Yes, yes. I just want to laugh at. Like it's not personal. I don't know why you're talking, Emmanuel. You're why? vegan. And all right, you mean? need meat. Full stop. I know. All right. Yeah, but he definitely doesn't eat ham. Get to the back of the line. I don't mind you because when people make that pork argument, it's like all the negative connotations about pork. You might be right, but that's not my argument that I'm making. Mm. My argument is it's one of the sweetest meats in the land. I don't know about all that. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know about I'm just that. telling these are these are facts. It's one of the sweetest meats in the entire land. That's it. Anything else talk- these are talking about, it's these are business. <laughs> Do you not talk about you people on this show yet? Mm. You usually will give your opinion about something mm. and then think because you said that's facts. <laughs> <laughs> Makes it okay. It's not a bloody fact. It's your fact. It's Marx's fact. It's not a fact. It depends it's on sweet. No. I was talking facts earlier. I was just saying. That's debatable because oh. you, you've dropped the facts line so many times. What? You have. That I don't know. But this is your segment. Let me not undermine it. All right. Carry on, King. All right. <laughs> to it. <laughs> Anyways, it's gone up 70%. So obviously, that's not a good thing. Um, inflation, you know the reasons. We'll go away for months. Cool. Next thing. <laughs> yeah, and this is good news now. Little, okay. get little um, are giving pay rises to all their workers, man. How's that good news? Well, I'm a worker. I don't work at little. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's, it's good. It's a good precedence, I guess. You got other people out here striking, trying to get more, and they've actually um, given an increase between ten and fourteen point five percent. What's the what, what's that okay, wage? Okay, that's good. 
their wage is actually high up. Um, so it's from, high. I mean, obviously it depends on the work you're doing and stuff. Mm. But from October first, Lidl's going to be increasing the entry level rate. So this is mm. just the entry level mm. from ten pound ten p to ten pound ninety an hour. Um, that's if you're outside London. Mm. Within the M25, from eleven pound thirty to eleven pound ninety five. I've always known Lidl to have good pay. To, these, these guys don't pay us. Might as well go and play. We, we is French. Yeah, so but that's good. That big up yeah. um, Lidl. Hopefully, people follow suit. And this is they said. So basically, more than twenty three and a half thousand. Um, employees across the country are going to get the pay rise and a full-time worker is basically going to be better off extra £2,000 more a year. Okay. I think, I think that's, that's excellent, man. And again, just just to highlight something, I'm not going to dwell on it. You know, I don't like to dwell on things, right? Mm. But if you um, increase tax, right, and they have less money to play with, these type of wage increases mm-hmm. do not happen. If you what? Say that again? If you increase the tax. Yeah. That um, companies like this make, yeah, tax on the profits that they make, yeah, it does not happen for them to give um, pay rise. So you're saying that the little employees should be grateful to the Tories for reducing tax, crossing no, them? No, 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 not at all. Because then that's why the company were able to then give them a pay rise. No, they basically they even made this decision before the pay rise. I was like, okay. What I'm saying is before the um, tax cuts. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is those type of decisions that incentivize more of this. Okay. You see know what I'm saying? That's that's basically the, the aim of it. You see know what I'm saying? Okay. That's the logic behind it. So again, just to highlight, governments don't make things better for you. Yeah. Individual private organizations and companies and institutions do that. You see know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because the government ain't got no money. They just take your money and spend it on the things they think you like. Yeah, and give it to the monarchy. It's crazy. <laughs> there you go. And the last thing kind of want to touch on is basically Liz Truss is basically planning to loosen immigration rules. To boost um, the UK economy. Just repeat Mr. that, fuming. <laughs> she plans to loosen immigration rules to boost the UK economy. Interesting. What does that mean? Um, <laughs> well, basically what she's trying to say is, you know, before we spoke about um, how there was... Cert- I can't remember too tough. But before, it was one of the headlines where um, there was something in place which made it difficult for certain doctors who came here on certain visas. And so the oh, Home yes. Office had to amend certain things. Right, she's basically trying to nip certain things in the bud, and she's also trying to basically where is it? Uh, da, 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 da. Where is it? Basically, she's she's just trying to where I'm trying to find it for you, man. But isn't that because that's a bit wilder? Because obviously, Pretty Patel was still part of the Tories, right? Yes. So, because I can't remember what conversation we were having the other day. And we were talking about the likelihood of Liz Truss doing something that's different to what the previous her previous people did. Yeah. And we're talking about it's not likely because obviously Tories is still the Tory thing. Do you know what I mean? It's still mm-hmm. Tories' agendas. So this kind of disproves that, I reckon. Because if Priti Patel was out here sweating and having sleepless nights trying mm-hmm. to clamp down on it, and then now Liz Truss is like, oh no. It depends though. Remember the 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 migrants and stuff, that's different. Okay. That, that's different to people. Oh, yeah, the random them. Yeah, that's. By the way, I've got something on that probably tomorrow. Okay. This trust, I don't think she wanted Brexit. Let me just double check. Okay. Yeah, initially, I think she she changed, didn't it? Well, she yeah, had yeah, no choice. She's got to deal with it. I think you're right about that, right? What that's what I'm saying is, if she didn't want Brexit to begin with, yeah. I mean, it's understandable that she's open to this particular policy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's still a good thing, isn't it? Yeah. I yes, I do believe it's a good thing. Yes. Yeah. She yeah. locked the doors in the first place. But she didn't lock it, you know. 
No, no, as in, I'm just not talking about her. I'm just talking okay. about yeah, her. Okay. Again, showing and proving what I'm saying. You can have people from the same party. Oh, 100%. Different policies. That's right. why they got Corbyn up. You didn't have the, <laughs> <laughs> the same book. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, just to echo what Brent was basically trying to say. Yeah. Um, um, they're looking at, I guess, people who who had the certain, certain right skills for the economy. Mm-hmm. You know, what they deem the right skills anyway. And uh, I, I guess they want to make it easier for them to actually gain entry to the country. That's basically it, uh, particularly in the hospitality sector. Okay. So, yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's pretty much all I have for today. I saw something yesterday and I said that, um, I think it was it might have been to do with like school food and whatever. And they're talking about, yeah, no, it was actually. They're talking about like how kids should be, because obviously you haven't really got a choice. Education is, um, is a law of the land. You've mm. got to go to school. Mm. And the kids should get free lunches. Mm. Like you shouldn't have to pay, because they have to be there. So feed them. Mm. And that is a word. Who's paying for that though? Listen, they can find the money. No, 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 they find it in your pocket. Yeah, but it's not really gonna. It's not really. They find the money for more useless things. I think if people knew that it was going to to feed kids in school, I don't think that's where the line would be drawn. I mean, they use my money unprovoked to bury the queen for fifty days. So, good question. How much does school dinners cost now? I have no idea. Because I remember back in my day, it was, it was like a pound. Three pound fifty. Okay. Who said that? I did. As in, that it's three pound fifty now. It's facts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is insane. <laughs> you are gonna are gonna ruin our um, credibility on this platform with these facts. No, no, no. What? No, is, is that for nothing? No, let me Google it. Oh. I believe it's more expensive. Because I remember, my, I know my sister. Yeah, mm. it's more. It's definitely expensive. Yeah, it was, about four pound maybe. It was a pound, like a as in for school lunch. Wow. This is. I'm talking about primary school. Oh, I'm talking about secondary school. Now. Oh no. So, so you're basically. So you're you're including secondary school in this as well. I'm saying secondary school, yeah. Okay. I was saying you saying you think secondary school kids should be fed for f- for, free. for free. I think everybody because you have to go to school till you're 18. Wow. Where's the money coming from? What do you mean? As in, like, I just think they could give them a meal, whether it's like breakfast and you bring your own lunch or something. Mm-hmm. But if I have no choice but to be here, it's adding to my to the monthly um, cost in my household to have Are to sort all kids this out to or do just breakfast, the ones to do lunch, like it's supposed to be. She's saying all kids. Because they have no choice but to be in school. What make what? Why is primary school kids' stomach better than? Yeah, she said all, all secondary. Of them. All right, so I've got the the facts here. Primary school is two pounds thirty. Okay. Secondary school is two pounds forty two. Mm. Um, and adult meals is three pounds forty two. Wow. Considering I paid a pound back in my day, this hasn't even increased much. That's alternative facts. What's alternative facts? Probably like I, I don't mean them stats. Probably like a starting from. Starting from, what is this? Uh, <laughs> starting from, you know. No, it's probably I just a, a set baseline price across the board. <laughs> no, it isn't, you know. I'm sure it isn't. Because I know this time my mum's been like, my sister spent six pounds on lunch today. Yeah, because you probably bought additional stuff. So only, yeah, kids from, only kids from families on benefits should get three meals. Only kids from primary, in primary school? No, on family from families on benefits should get three meals. I don't think so. I think, you know what? I think sometimes, yeah, people actually can't afford things, but they don't see, the government wouldn't see them as needing help when actually they need help. There was a whole conversation the welfare going on systems, as well. The welfare system's there for a reason, isn't it? So if you're not using if you're not a part of it, you don't need it and you shouldn't have access No, you do. To it. There are people that, that no, do though. No, that's, that's not subsidized. That don't make sense. That don't it make does. sense. It's for, it's for people that need it. If you don't need to claim, if you can earn and live your life without claiming, yeah, then you shouldn't be getting the benefits of it. Yeah, so but there's should, a way. You should pay for your kids to eat. Nah, because there's there's people who don't qualify. And I'm sure during 
the whole um, food, lunch, whatever. There are people who don't qualify, but when you look at what their outgoings is, in, and I'm not talking about, you know, them going on holiday or whatever. I'm talking about like the bills they've got to pay, their rent, all that kind of stuff. Mm. They actually cannot afford, they can't afford these things. But the thing is, when, they, when whoever looks at whether your kid qualifies for school, free school meals, they see your picture, they're like, well, you earn this much, you're fine. Mm. That don't make sense because when we're doing all this stuff, like giving people benefits for their housing, for their food, like this is the stuff that we're that we're talking about anyway. Like somebody's got to foot the bill. Like it's not sustainable. But obviously, like this is the culture that we're in in it. So it's good to to help people, and the welfare system's good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. But it should only benefit the people that need it. Like if, so, if you don't have to claim, if you earn enough money that you don't have to claim any benefits, so your rent's paid and everything's, you should not benefit from from it because it's just gonna exhaust the system. It doesn't make sense. I think yeah, there's so much money that's spent on very, very like foolish things in this society by the government mm. that if they really wanted to, they could clamp down here and put the money, redirect the money where it's really needed. There's so much stuff that they could really, they could really think about. But again, I just think anyway, I think all of it is all a scam. Life <laughs> is a scam. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> do for self. No, it really is because yeah. when you think of how much money is like the the country we're talking about, oh, inflation prices going up, energy bills are going up. They're out here on 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 breakfast shows giving people um, coupons to pay the energy bills for the next three months. But then you spent so much money doing the Queen's funeral, spent so much money doing up Big Ben, spent so much that you spent so much money, you even wrote off the, the big companies who didn't need to claim for furlough. Their bills got written off. Mm. Millions of it got written off. Yet you charging small businesses and making them pay back for furlough whether they needed it more than the people that scammed you. And then... But then where do you need to put money into? So, for example, giving kids free free school meal, that's where it's like, no, not taxpayers' money. Taxpayers' money is being used for worse. But anyway. Yeah, but those those things that taxpayers, um, at least from their perspective, is being used on things that you actually need, isn't it? Schools. I don't need Big Ben. The country does not need... No, Big Ben would have been fine for extra good amount of time. No, Big Ben was not about to collapse. You're, you're saying that because... You don't know the ramifications of it. What's the ramifications of of um of just just like anything? I mean, you can go back home. This may not be the best example. You can go back home and see what happens when you don't maintain things. You know what I'm saying? There's, yeah, of course I can. So but the thing is, you need to maintain things in order to like like this is this is the UK. People come here to see Big Ben. People come here to yeah, see. But are you t- so you're telling things. me so because I, I looked at the whole contract in terms of how they issued the contracts or the Big Ben blah blah. Yeah. Are you telling me that was that was done by the books? I'm telling you exactly the opposite. Because like I always say, when the government get involved in things, there's problems. Because the government So it's not by books. Not at all. So you're proving my point but that no, I'm no, saying no, no. that they I'm could saying... clamp down on these things and then there's more money. But you can't spend money frivolous, frivolously yeah. and then complain that, well, we can't do this, we can't do this because where's the money going to come from? It's going to affect no, taxpayers. If everyone applied their brain cells, already, they can though. do things the proper way they need to do it. No, but it doesn't work that way. Because remember, like when people get in power, when, people, when there's a government there, they will spend it in the way they see fit. And not only that, nepotism will be there. So you choose certain contracts. I'm saying the things that they want to do, I, I don't know what they want to do exactly, but certain things they want to do, I, let's just kind of see them as musts, yeah? So maintenance of Buckingham Palace, bloody Big Ben, giving the, the, the Queen an elaborate funeral, these are musts. They had to do these type of things, right? But who does certain things is where I basically agree with you. That's where the waste of money comes. Look at when Marcus Rashford was campaigning for the government to give um, food to, yeah. to all different people. Who did they get to do it? Some nonsense charity organization or, or private business that just gave crap food. This is what happens mm. when you get government involved in these type of things. They waste the money. You know, the like, government has to be involved there because they're the ones that we vote in there. So we can't have individuals. We can't be a land with no government. 
No, you, you, they have to give us the essentials. We need police, we need ambulance, we need fire brigade, we need, um, you know what I'm saying, certain yeah. essentials. But when they try to tamper with everything else, then that's when you get problems. Because they're spending your money and telling you, I know how to spend your money better than you do. I have a problem with that. You see what I'm saying? So, I think it's all the And then, like you're saying, we now have less money, and now you want to say, let's, let's, let's um, give the kids um, free dinners and stuff. They're not going to go back to the other place where they squander the money. They're going to try and find new places to get money. Yeah, and how but do you I'm do that? About, Increasing taxes. I'm about moving forward. So moving forward, yeah. if we know that there's certain needs in society, mm-hmm. moving forward, if they clamp down on how they spend money and stop spending money in stupid ways, furthermore, yes, Big Ben is now updated. That's great. <laughs> Maybe then the next time you'll be aware of this. I just think anyway, I don't know. I have the opinions I have. I can't lie to you. I'm I, definitely going to be strong in this one. But I do think as well, I don't think that we protest enough in in this country. I think that anyway, I can't bother. I'm, I'm actually tired. They funnel money into their brethren's pockets all the time. Yeah. And that's what I get um, vexed about. Exactly. They take our money and yeah. give it to their brethren. That's do. what Exactly. And then when it comes yeah. to things that need to be done, mm-hmm. it's like it's it's, it's the argument set, about oh open your pockets again. you know, yeah, exactly. It's, it's the argument about well, you know, it's 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 it's, it's only gonna affect us. But the mm-hmm. thing is, if people are so passionate about how you know, they can't say, for example, the, the free school meal thing. Yeah? yeah. If we're so passionate that we don't want all it's going to do is affect taxpayers. Mm-hmm. Why don't we have this energy then for like holding the government accountable to spend money sensibly? So that way, then when we when these conversations come up where there's actually a need and a, in society, yeah. we don't have to be like, oh, actually, no, they shouldn't do that because where's the money going to come from? Mm. The money could be there. That's the point I'm trying to make. But No, no, no but that's what I'm saying. I'm agreeing yeah. with you. I think the money could be there, too, if they stop spending the money that they get from increasing taxes. They increase taxes, they take more of our money, they spend it on crap. You see yeah. what I'm saying? This is what they always do. But they will never see it as that. And so when you then want to ask them to do something else, they will seek extra money. That's what I'm basically mm. I'm trying to say. Did you say Guy Fox had the right idea? <laughs> Did you say that, Ben? Oh, sorry. sorry. <laughs> this <laughs> guy. All right, cool, yeah, thank I you. think I said that before. That sounds like one of my lines. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> 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 I'm nearly sure I've said that before. Like every kid shouldn't get school meals, man. No, no. We already no. pay. We already pay for education already, yeah. And but half the kids are going to school. Do you know how much uni fees are? No, but no, but before you get no, there, no, 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 you don't, no, you state education. Before you get there, you don't have to pay for it. That's so obviously yeah. we're subsidizing that as well. So and then half of these kids are you, pissing you know education is, up what's the wall as well. You don't pay for it, yeah. But then you, I feel like you pay back in um, when you get to uni. No, you're paying before you get to uni. <laughs> it's all in. We're paying for everything. Everything that you think is free, we are paying for. We're paying exactly. for. So, what? What's that mean? Like, so we can't so nothing... add more to it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're paying for it. Anyway, this is the agree to disagree because I can't bother anymore. I'm actually, I'm checked out now. I'm checking out. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I just think, like I said, unless you really, really need it, so someone that's on benefits, it's understandable. But if you're not, the government shouldn't have to feed your children, bro. Like the whole mm-hmm. like finances should come into play when you're thinking about starting a family and stuff like that. Like, I mean, like the government shouldn't have to feed, feed your children, bro. Like, so, like the ones right. who they should feed are the ones that need it. Yeah. And that's the whole point of it. You yeah. know what I'm trying to say? So, yeah. I don't know. And actually, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is that, is that it for the People's Journal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's get into asking for a friend. Ah. Uh. I was hoping you would do it. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Because okay. <laughs> I never read that one, innit? <laughs> okay, so, good morning, my TDA family. Yes, I feel like I'm one of you as you make such an effort to interact with us as if we were siblings. 
I absolutely love how intimate and vulnerable you've been with us. It's absolutely crazy how I feel like I've known you guys my whole life in such a short space of time. I started listening to you guys three weeks ago because my friend shared an episode with me. On weekends, I catch up on the older episodes. What you are providing us every single week is absolutely crazy. The conversations, in-depth and shallow ones, the conversations, in-depth and shallow ones. I keep praying that you guys keep on delivering this content to us as you continue to grow and fear that all of this is too good to be true. That one day I'll wake up and see an announcement that you are no longer broadcasting. God forbid. God forbid. Please don't ever do that. And if you do think about doing that, please let me know first so I can set up a GoFundMe in your name. <laughs> can you guys afford that? If all your taxes have been paid, the, being used the way it's been used. <laughs> um, where was I even? Yes. Yeah, so anyway, this friend who put me onto you is the friend I am writing in concern. I'm writing in concerning. I think they are dabbling in witchcraft. Now, we, he regularly plays with a... Ouija board. Ouija board, that's Ouija it. Board. Ouija board with another group of his friends that I'm obviously not in. And he's recently confessed this to me when he was sharing some accounts about how he gets visited every night by some spirits. Listen, I've known him for six years, so he's a very close friend, but I had no idea he was into this shit. Anyway, so I recently walked into his room the other day and all of a sudden the entire room went really dark it was 11.30 a.m. in the morning and it was as though everything went deathly silent. I quickly ran out there and out of his house. I called him on the phone when I was outside and told him about what had happened and he laughed it off and told me I was chatting shit and I should just stop playing. This obviously scared the hell out of me and I'm wondering what it is I should do about this. I brought it up a few times after and he's dismissed it in the same manner. I don't think... I don't know what to do about this. I've kept my distance and physical interactions with him at a low since then. Have any of you all had any experience dealing with things like this? We're both Muslim and 33, by the way. Thanks, guys. I'll be looking forward to your response. Well, he's an Islamic you and he's dealing with all them principalities and things. I swear, I, swear, I swear that's not right. I swear you know, we're not supposed to do that. You better get to sage and thing and just burn it around the room. <laughs> burn up the sage around the yard, light up the incense in the passageway, yep. hold a couple of vigils as well. You might need to call someone from Christianity as well because it sounds like you need... <laughs> Man, like call someone like from need... Christianity, like it's some type of... Like, organization. everybody. Yeah, it's got to be a community effort, boy. I'm telling you, this is crazy. This sounds uh, very uh, peculiar. I'm, I'm even upset that you had to share with us. Why am I in it? Like, I'm not trying to be involved. Um, I think that you, respectfully, just off base of my backgrounds, and I hope no one cries about this. This is how I see things. Mm. Your friend's a witch. And I think that you've got to decide whether or not you want to, like, what kind of friendship you're going to have with this person. Mm. So you could obviously be friends for six years, which is great. But I would say just keep your distance if you believe in stuff like this, me, I don't believe in stuff like this. So if you believe in stuff like this, keep like, just be, be a good friend to this person. Don't upset them because they might just take your name to the board. I don't know what happens on that board, but your name might be they the next, the next entry. Oh, yeah. the Listen. What's a Ouija board anyway? Isn't that when you consult the dead? It's where you, where you talk to the ghost, isn't it? Yeah. Where you put your hands on it and then you ask oh, wait, the ghost to come to the room like and then it moves yeah, by itself. Yeah, that thing there. Okay. It's crazy scenes. Um, right, the, 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 the people want to know what his name is so we can remove him from the community. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got a witch in the community. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's a bit, I think it's a bit tricky. I think if it makes you uncomfortable, then you just have to be, don't go to, don't meet up with him and the other friends that be consulting, talk to the dead. And I guess you just got to be, keep a healthy distance. Be, be friends, but know 
what this friendship is for. I, I feel like some. I feel like friendships have purposes. So know what the purpose of this friendship is and keep it at that. Oh, is this a friendship or this is a, a relationship? Friendship. friendship. They've been friends for six oh, years. Oh, just, just, just friends. Yeah, he's a close friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you just got to know what your boy is doing, man. Personally, I'm definitely distanced myself. You're consulting the dead. I don't know whether that's going to open up open up a whole um kind of worms for you. Oh, is this is this a boy writing in? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a girl. No, no, it's a boy about that's his boy. I, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought it was a girl. No, nah, man. It's I don't know why I thought it was a girl. Sounds like it's a boy. I think the way you, the first um, bit before yeah, the dilemma. Happened? Why did I believe that was a woman? Sound, it sounded like it was coming from a girl. I don't mm. know why. Well, because they said um, they feel like we're siblings and they were vulnerable. It was so it was so nice and and you know sweet. It sounded like it was from a girl. And this is why men need to go therapy. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could someone in the chat say Kevin Thompson needs to chill. <laughs> I'm so done. So then let Kevin come get you. But um, yeah, I think that's that's all I can say. Just know what your friendship is about, man. You see, Brent's bowl. This guy's oh, a shush, man. What's the poll? <laughs> Who do we think it could be? Kevin Thompson, oh. MLD, Regista, Life of BOJ. I'm a vote Life of BOJ. You've been talking a lot today. <laughs> and your S gone into so. It's not actually Kevin Thompson, though. Can you imagine? But he's busy he talks right too much. And also, he talks why, too much smack to be talking to ghosts. Why is he going? Why, why is he going in, in his room about him being there? No, because you know, you tell your boy that like, you have. I don't know. I don't know if they're housemates or something. Okay, he's got eighty-two percent of the vote so far. Who, who's that? <laughs> Kevin Thompson. Kevin yeah, Thompson. Yeah, Kevin Thompson. <laughs> Kevin, come, Kevin's gonna come and get you guys. You know, he catches up. Man, um, I just caught. Where is he today, though? For real. He's consulting the dead. And <laughs> 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 is scheduling conflicts. <laughs> she said he's that consulting was, the was the only time dead. the Ouija board woman could, you know, could hold a meeting. Oh, and your man. ghosts are busy. Ghosts have got a busy day, bruv. <laughs> that so, is funny. So what's that he's consulting the dead. <laughs> My advice is, because me, I don't play these games. When it comes mm. to the whole, like, witchcraft stuff, I don't believe anything could happen to me. I don't believe anything that God doesn't want to happen to me could happen to me, so... Whether you're talking to the dead, in my mind, you're not really talking to the dead. It's wishful thinking. I don't believe in all that stuff. I don't believe that. I think okay. when people are dead, they're dead. They're mm. gone. You can't, as a human being, contact dead people. It's, it's not possible. But um, I think that if you're very uncomfortable by it, then you need to know how you're going to navigate your friendship. Mm. But I you, think that, sorry I think to that's cut you, yeah, Esther. Wait, wait. Esther. Sorry? I know people, yeah. I know people that are like sensible individuals, yeah. People yeah. that are kind of respect their opinions and stuff like that, yeah. And they go to readings, yeah, mm -hmm. from them people, and they get told stuff about people from the dead and stuff, yeah. And obviously, like, you gotta take it all with a pinch of salt, yeah. But some of the things that get told back are, are a bit are a bit strange. Like some of the stuff that the people told them, like there's no way, there's no way that they could know or something like that. There's some stuff that you hear sounds like a direct message. And it's like, like I'm saying, I'm hearing it from people who I don't think like are absolutely crazy. Yeah. Like you sure there's nothing in it at all. Like you, you sure no, there's hundred percent. No, there's definitely something in it because really and truly, like the um, what is it? What is Satan known as? The prince of the world, isn't he? Yeah. yeah so like Satan has powers. People forget that Satan he was a whole angel and everything. He's definitely got powers, and I do think that there are he has got agents that work for him. When I say Satan, I don't necessarily mean nope. I mean what I mean. Sorry, I, said, no, I mean that. Um, <laughs> He's got agents, you get me? So he can actually give people power for these things. I personally don't believe that anyone who consults darkness can have any form of power over my light. Okay. So I, I would never go to someone- Are you saying that it comes someone... from a dark place? Like it's darkness, it's not like good, it's not like- I think it's darkness. Place, I think no matter how, it, whether they tell you that your mum misses you or whatever it is, mm. 
in my opinion, is darkness because it's not or coming fake. from. Sorry. Or fake. It, some some people it is it is fake. Some mm. people make things up on the spot. Mm. Those psychic hotlines, they're lying. They don't know you. They're lying. But I do think that when it comes to stuff like this, I do believe that there is power in these things. But again, that's if you, if you subscribe to it and if you believe it, mm. I think that it can affect it can affect you. So maybe the people that they are talking to, I think that they are consulting somebody, mm. and I think they do get some kind of spiritual power that helps them tell you things. Mm. But I still don't believe that human beings can consult ghosts and the dead personally but i do believe that there's there's something that's letting them know things and helps them tell you the right things that makes you think oh mm. maybe my sister did say this to me or maybe my my nan did say do you know what i mean but so what, what, i didn't subscribe what, what about if, what about if it was in the bible that you can consult the dead if it was in the bible i believe it but it's not in the bible so i don't believe it it's there. yeah it's there it's well there. you can consult the dead yeah oh i haven't gone to that part that passage i didn't believe it yet is it older than the new testament oh what does that mean? The Old Testament, everything. <laughs> the Old Testament leads up to Jesus coming. Mm. So personally, what I really subscribe to is the New Testament. The New Testament. Because if it was up to the Old Testament, I would be sacrificing pigeons and stuff like that. And I'm scared of birds. So I know God gave birth to me in a God put me on earth in the right time. Mm. So yeah, I think I, th- I do think that there is power in these things. I'm not gonna like just say there's no power. I do believe there is because there is there is there are powers and principalities and stuff in the world but the way i'm set up none of that stuff because i see all of that as darkness if it's not coming from god it's darkness to me as okay. in when i say god i mean the almighty not yeah. you know variations so for me if it doesn't come from god which is my source of light is darkness and i don't subscribe to darkness mm. but i think with this one you just gotta think what makes you comfortable what doesn't make you comfortable yeah I think, that's the only I, advice I, I can give yeah, i think i agree with you man because at the yeah. end of the day if this is something that this guy wants to you know, partaking. Yeah. You, like, there's only so much you can say, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, and you just got to look after yourself, man. That's like, it. Like, you're Muslim, he's Muslim. You both know the Quran, you know, you both know certain things are prohibited. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is obviously a risk that he's willing to take. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you're not willing to take it, I would say, you know, you know, you can still be friends, 100%. You know, that's, that's something he does in his personal life. And yeah. you can give your opinion and things of that nature as well. Maybe mm. even debate him using um, Quranic um, scripture and things of that nature as well. Yeah. You know, tell him why it's bad or this, that, and the third. But then I would still say, you know, keep your distance, man, because... Yeah. But like, I feel like he yeah. knows that you, he doesn't like it because he doesn't invite him to it. Yeah. I'm sure you know go. some dead people you might want to have a word with, but he doesn't invite <laughs> you to them for a reason. So he respects that. So you two respect them. Don't be going to people's rooms anyhow. Some mm-hmm. people should mind their business. Where? Monday, you might see a spinning head on the bed, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> never, never know what's going to happen. <laughs> wasn't it who was it that went on um i think it was to, wasn't tom Mucci when he went on night his baby and he talked yeah, about how yeah. this girl he dated was a witch here and then in the middle of the night i think it wasn't a head like turning or something she was doing something, something crazy like that she was doing some madness so I, I do believe th- there's darkness in this world but i think you've got to you've got to believe these things mm. like i don't think a witch can bu- like buck me and speak anything over my life that is not in god's plans mm. it's not possible Light and darkness cannot exist in one. Do you know what I mean? It's not possible. So, but I think if you do, if you do believe in these things, take the necessary precautions. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. The poll's in. It was Kevin Thompson. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say, Kevin, um, that wasn't me, by the way. I didn't put the poll. Just make it you that clear. No, you're in the like No, I thought that was. I, I'm not in the mood. I said, why any hate? Because sorry, I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs>
Hopefully your your membership doesn't get revoked before you listen to listen to this episode. But yeah, mm. is this, is that all the advice we have for him? Yeah, just drop yeah. the friend out, right? I didn't, we didn't say no, that. I didn't say that. Oh, you didn't? No, we just said, just be guided. Let your spirit lead. If you feel but like... spirit let them into the room. Yeah, to figure it out. So now you've got to figure out what's next for you. Run! Yeah, but who is this person to him? Is he like his fucking He said BDF? his friend of six years. Like, big man, if my friend is practicing witchcraft and I walk into the room and I see evidence of it, I'm, I'm bouncing. Yeah, but this is the friend of six years. You can't just bounce like that. I, I can't. <laughs> You're practicing witchcraft, you said for less. and I'm seeing <laughs> and I'm seeing physical evidence of it, and I'm I'm asking you to explain, and you're telling me oh, I'm 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 bugging out. All right. No, I, but you know what? Though? It's not because basically, yeah, I I don't even I really don't even still don't get done because if you're talking on a Ouija board or whatever you guys do, and I don't know how the process goes, does that mean he invited one of the ghosts around afterwards? Because why he entered his room and it went dark and silent? Because the, the, he's having the a sleepover with the ghost. Yeah. The ghost is present wherever the Ouija board is anyway. If you got a friend that, that's got a Ouija board and they're actually trying to use it and do them things, then surely that should just make you realise you ain't got as much in common as you thought. Yeah, you get me? <laughs> you just, you just need to go your own separate And also, way. are we sure, sure these guys aren't more than friends? Why? I kept do they my, have to be? I kept my distance and physical interactions with him at a low since then. Yeah, talking to him. Why do you specify physical interactions? Physical don't, don't mean... It's been in his presence. Oh, but he said distance. Sex. He could have left it there. I kept my distance from him. I, I haven't linked up with him. I kept physical. my distance and physical interaction. You need to get your head out of so the mud. What's that? Maybe it's a woman then, isn't it? It's not a woman. What's wrong with you people? Yeah, but men... But, but, okay, okay, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Physical wait, wait, wait. distance men, doesn't mean... Men don't say... No, we stopped having no, sex. Physical interaction. It don't... Oh. No, what I'm saying is, why say both? Why say I kept my distance and... Yes, I haven't linked up with... I've kept my distance. You yeah. can keep your distance via text and mm. stuff. But physically, I kept my distance as well. I haven't, yeah, I haven't what, linked up with no, him. No, physical interaction is not two people. Are we physically interacting right now? Yeah. How? Because we're, we're talking. No, physical. Like no, 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 it's not, not, not being so close-minded. Not verbal. Just, no, but physical not is, verbal, physical as in touching. No, maybe but he's not touch, me, Maybe he's not touching him anymore, bro. Yeah, but for me, physical interaction, though. <laughs> <laughs> physical interaction. Okay, if I said I'm going to keep my distance from someone, (laughs) that could be like phone call, blah, blah. blah. For me, that's not physical interaction with somebody. Mm. If I'm on the phone to you, that's not physical interaction. What I'm saying, are we physically physically interacting now? In my head, yes. Because we're both in the same, we're both physically present here. Yes. That's not, is is that physical interaction? Being in the same room as someone? I would say it is. Kind yeah. Of like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm remote. These are there. That's physical interactions. These are there. Yeah. That's, yeah. For me, physical interaction is actual physical interaction, like touching. It's not being in the same room, but that's just me. Yeah. See, so I think I think that's what it is. I think for him, when he's saying I'm kept, I kept my distance, I haven't really spoken to him. Mm. I've also kept my physical because he went into, he clearly link up often. He mm. was in his house when the guy wasn't there. He saw the ghost, oh, he perceived the ghost's presence and called the guy, do you get me? So yeah. he's saying that I've kept and my distance. Look, it's not for but even like physically. Interpret it. Even if they are getting physical, yeah, they're, they're allowed to do that if that's what they want to do, okay? 2022 people. You really you really auditioned to be a prime minister, aren't you? <laughs> I'm just saying, I just think we should stop debating the translation because it doesn't make a difference. True. No, mm-hmm. it was more so if it's a girl or not, really, to, to be fair. And again, it doesn't make a difference. Mm. Yeah. Well, if they're in a relationship, I'm sure their advice might be different, right? Yeah. Yeah, so. If they're in a relationship, yeah. <laughs> if they're in a relationship, it's too, the ghost is within you and all. You've been having sex. The ghost has been transferred, Ouija board and all. Yeah, she might need to get like a, um, what's it called? A you, what's it called when you get a, well, the same thing, exorcism? Yeah. Gotta get out of it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, gotta pray and fast. Trouble in there. 
Trust Mags, me. would that deter you if it is that you knew that one of your links were practicing witchcraft? I ain't linking no witch gal. I don't even link them gal that um recharge the crystals in the moonlight. <laughs> with, like I don't, I don't even link crystal gal. Them gal that Florida water and all them fuckery there. I don't want no white witches. Like I don't want no form of witchcraft, whether it's good practice or bad practice. No. The only thing I deal with is is, is religion. If you got some type of faith, then I'll. This is I'll, also why, yeah. Mm, all right. This is why I mentioned I'm eating everywhere as well, because the, right. the women who do these things and they can try and um use they can um, what's the word? Not hypnotize, but they can use through the food yes, to try man. and get you. Yes, sweat sweat rice. Let's yeah, say with sweat rice. rice. That's what do. Can you just explain to Esther what sweat rice is, please? Yeah, so like you see that like, with sweat rice, like a girl In might detail. um, a girl might say like. Take like a used underwear, and mm. and 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 boil it up in the water and thing, Ew. and then boil up the rice in the water with all the used underwear, with all the you know natural juices and secretions and thing. It's like a love potion. Gets yeah, the man then hooked on the thing. Because obviously, if your guy's cooking for you all the time, she's putting her panties in the pot now. When you're going next places, eating like going mummy's food or going to the restaurants, your rice ain't hitting the same anymore. You don't want to say that. You're saying like, you're saying, bro, why is this rice knocking like wifey's rice? You get me? So you run back to the yard. So you get hooked on the food. You get me? There's pure things they do. Oh, like, yeah, there's some even vulgar ones. It's like actual like love potion kind of thing in like Caribbean cultures. I swear it's from back in the day. It's supposed to be true. Yeah, doing fuckery with their period and thing and... All yeah, kinds the Nigerian of, girls that do it as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all, all, all kinds of fuckery. But I think it's true. Because if a gal was cooking up your rice for you with her knickers in the pot, yeah, and you <laughs> thought this gal was the baddest cook in the world, no rice ain't hitting the same for you. Like, so you're screwed. Like, you're not going nowhere. That's a wild, me? man. Boy, you have to see if it works. That would be serious. Serious. Like, like, I, I, I might decide to, to stay with the, with the spicy <laughs> rice, bro. <laughs> That must you must be in serious light for, to do all of that mess. Boy, Don't yourself, ladies. Mind, that's why they tell you, mind when you're eating out of road and thing. And I think that's why in Caribbean cultures, a lot of the men's are the cooks and they're the good cooks because obviously we've got told to watch where we're eating on road and thing because these guys will sweat rice you up. Mm. You definitely should. You definitely, you definitely should. I mean, that's some facts. Yeah, no, boy, I cook <laughs> good, so rice. I don't have to worry yeah. about them thing there. Fancy them get off of mine. I'm not slamming, slamming my boxes in the rice, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, let's, let's, let's move on. Oh, yeah. my gosh. All right. Well, let's, yeah, all the best with that. Um, If you would like to write, let us red, know red what you end up doing. Red pea soup is leng about, be, be, red pea soup is so leng. Someone said, beware of red pea soup, but boy, yeah, it's peng. You don't want to know what oh, a girl my. could put in there. Boy, I don't know, but that... Bondage I got with that's different. Maybe I've been caught. Maybe I've been caught. <laughs> if you only want uh, some kind of one girl to cook it for you, I think, Marks, I think you've got. Mm. Um, might want to come to church with <laughs> me on Sunday. <laughs> it's crazy. But all right, let's get into our last headlines for today. So, Crown Court judges have been releasing potentially dangerous criminals unlawfully because of delays linked to the criminal barrister strike the high court the high court has heard uh, lawyers for the direction lawyers for the director of public prosecutions dpp said judges must be stopped by bailing defendants whose trials have been put off for months it is a highly significant challenge to decisions by trial judges in england barristers currently i think we spoke about this um, also are in a dispute with the government over legal aid funding the indefinite, uninterrupted strike by barristers in England and Wales 
is an escalation of industrial action over pay, which began in April. The BBC discovered that at least a dozen defendants have been told in recent weeks that they will be bailed back into the community because of a lack of barristers to enable them to enable their cases to be heard. In each custody ruling, judges said that they had no power to keep defendants in jail beyond the standard six-month pretrial limit because the law does not let them consider the strike as a good and sufficient reason to do so. So yeah, man. It's going to be a lot of guys back on, back on the road. Screaming that freedom and them, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the last headline, um, yeah, I'll just get straight into it. Two people have been arrested during protests in London calling for an end to Iran's Islamic Republic, mm. including outside the country's U- UK embassy after the death of a 22-year-old woman. Angry protesters could be seen shouting and pushing officers who had formed the cordon in front of the embassy in Princess Gate in Knightsbridge. Crowds chanted death to the Islamic Republic and waved Iran's former national flag from before 1979 when the Shah of Iran was overthrown in a revolution by religious hardliners. Several hundred had gathered in Trafalgar Square for a demonstration on Saturday. The protests took place at the same time as others in cities across Iran, which was sparked by the death of the 22-year-old Masa Amini, and we also spoke about her in custody after she was arrested by the country's morality police. Other protests have taken place across Europe, including in Paris, where tear gas was fired at protesters who were making their way towards the embassy in the French capital. A photo of Amini could be seen on one poster in London, while another said stop execution in Iran. Footage on social media showed altercations among those in the crowd and two officers wrestling a protester to, to the ground who had broken through the police line. Scotland Yard said several Met Police officers sustained injuries during the protests, including broken bones, but none are believed to have been seriously hurt. Riot police were seen trying to, tear, trying to clear protesters off the road near Marble Arch, about a mile away from the embassy across Hyde Park. The Met Police said a significant policing presence will remain in the area to monitor the situation. That's so sad. Yeah. I read about that over the weekend. Mm. Yeah, that's the last headline for today. All right. Mugs, over to you, sir. We've done out here. Wow, that got to me kind of quick. You know what? Let's just keep this light-hearted because obviously you've been doing too much today. <laughs> I don't want to put I don't want to put Yusuf back to sleep either. You get me? Yeah. Please, please don't. He's a bit out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Today's done out here is um like I said, it's lighthearted, it's jokes, it's not it's not it's not a big deal. But it's um it's E-man's people <laughs> causing fucking trouble again there, doing foolishness with their horrible opinions. And I'm not talking about an, an economist or apologist or whatever they're called. Apologist. <laughs> economist and yeah. apologist. I'm not talking about economists and politicians. I don't think you should no. have corrected it. <laughs> no, you need to <laughs> correct it. Because those are the people you share society. But anyway. Debatable. Is that another fact? What? Another TDA fact? <laughs> what? Honestly, just, you know what? <laughs> it's worse than polygynists and the communists. It's the vegans, man. <laughs> the vegans are out here again doing stupidness. And they've put out a call to all the vegans, them, to show solidarity for their people, yeah? And for a strike, yeah, for the for them to go on a strike against the women, against men that are eating meat, still. 
So they're saying you vegan gal shouldn't be sexing man that are eating meat. <laughs> Put them on strike. And I'm saying it's contradictory because these vegan gal are eating meat. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. They eat meat, but they eat meat. <laughs> <laughs> go down that route. This is they're going beyond meat. You get me? They're doing. Did they're doing just the say they're going beyond meat. I like you, bro. What? <laughs> <laughs> they're going beyond meat, but they're telling people to stop. Imagine, imagine you go to Linka Gal and she's talking about we can't have sex no more because you eat meat. I'm like the, the cheek, hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah, what was you doing last night? You eat that. what I say that's why there's no place for you. So this is the same. <laughs> this is the same people that was pouring out the milk on the floor. Mm. And this is the same people that is. Have you seen the new one with doing the RIP on the meat thing or something like that? Did you have you seen that? No, I haven't seen that. Oh, I think I saw that. I think I did. They're going around in the butchers on pieces of meat and like leaving like eulogies and like little crosses <laughs> and doing the RIPs and all this foolishness. You get what I'm saying? Like, Insane. Vegans are sick and there's too much going on in the world. But it's like with everything that you are going on, we've got you got going on. With the um, vegans, and then I'm, I'm guessing if you're vegan, you're part of Insulate Britain too, and then like just like <laughs> just like all that shit, and then you're trying to like deprive them from sex as well. It's too much, man. There's one struggle. Pick a struggle. You get what I'm trying to say? That I just think you just shouldn't, shouldn't be giving stupid advice like that. This is like proper like on the um. There's like um, what's the, what's Peter stand for again? People for the ethical treatment of animals. Yeah, mm. like. This is on their proper website. This is their like, yeah. This is what they give. This is the information that they're giving out to vegans. I'm guessing they got a lot of followers. So it's like, man, them. I'm just letting you stay woke. If you're a vegan gal, are acting up, it's because of these people. The message came straight from the top. But you just need to, <laughs> you, just need to you just need to get rid of them, man. You just need to get rid of them. I just think that I just I just think they make me laugh. I think they're idiots. And eventually, we're all gonna revert back to meat, man. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man, it's the vegan, it's a vegan being foolish again. So you need to put this whole this whole segment on Instagram. Oh man, that is too funny. Vegans just need to stop being foolish, man. So vegans, you're done at it. It's not your first time. It won't be your last time. Yeah, we just look forward to seeing what what new antics you're gonna come up with. You get me? So yeah, with that being said, let's get into our outro, man. Really, really quickly, um, but I think yeah, I'm surprised at the time. Ambers, I really mm. thought I would have been on the motorway. Yeah, the way it started, I thought we'd be out of here by ten. Yeah, <laughs> dead ass. I was thinking, okay, ten thirty, eleven, we'll be out of here. But it was fun another way. Um, always nice to be here. Thank you guys. Shout out to our live crew. You're always tuned in every single day. I hope you guys are liking the video as you ought to be, and you're subscribing mm. to the channel as well. Um, if you would like to, not if you would like to. Follow us on all our social media platforms the day after TNB. And also you can send voice notes and text in for asking for a friend. Since what would you do? Also the number to call and take part in the conversations. And it is 075-6484-1073. Thank you to our caller today. You dropped mic on, dropped mic on me, man. Mm. Yeah, I'm sorry that you had to go through that. Yeah, I too. mean... I just think you time your bladder next time. Yes. Yeah, because the comments are going wild. Yeah. Everyone in the live, use what share the video for me, please. Yes. Even if you don't share the video during the live, remember it stays up after. So once it cuts off, mm. just go and put it on one of your social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. 
couldn't care less where it is. Just share it somewhere on your story or whatever. Everybody that's that's tuned in live, can you just do that that's for me? Right. I'd appreciate it. You heard the man. You heard him. Mm-hmm. And also join our community. Join the TNB network. So community.thenewblack.com. Don't forget you can let us know what you want to talk about for Woke a Joke. Um, you can also send us something for asking for a friend. No, not asking for a friend. Um, what you say in our topic of the day tomorrow. Mm. If you put anything about politics, economics... Yusuf and I would sing, like, we would take <laughs> upon ourselves to kick you out of the group. <laughs> well, no, we're playing. Uh, I'm not playing. I'm really not. Something but, yeah. lighthearted. So, there's something, yeah, something lighthearted like that you want us to talk about tomorrow. So, throw that in there as well. You guys are part of the show. And if you would like to inquire about the show or feature on the show, you can email our team the day after at thenewblack.com. Share the video, um, mind your business, be great. Also, sorry, Yusuf, because I'm not a liar. Obviously, I said two done out here, but I didn't, I'm not, I wasn't prepared. Before the week's out, yeah, you are going to get a better, not a better, because obviously done out here is always good. But I'm going to talk with our producers, we're going to sort something out. So just to appease you, we're going to try and get like a, a bigger done out here mm. or something like this before the week's up. I'll sort it out. Yeah, don't watch nothing. I got you. Yeah. See, if that doesn't tell you that, you know, we listen to people and we're for the people, I don't know. This is it. I don't know what possibly could. But yeah, guys, we will be here again tomorrow. So have a great day and we're out.